Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony. As always, I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, or should I say my Kamikani show hosts. Kamikani? Com- I thought you because called us commies, first of all. Did you make that up on the spot? I just, no way. I just made that. That felt like something you thought about for months, got, probably. We just got out of the Comic-Con uh, Virtual Comic-Con. Virtual yeah. Comic-Con feed. Um, but yeah, Daniel and Shay, you are also here with me today. Oh, Wait, who are those other guys that were here? Yeah, what, what, was it a, is it a rhyme? Was it Daniel yeah. and Shay, you are here with me today. What are we going to say about the news? Okay. Like, that's what you're pretty much going to do. Oh, no. I, I, that's just how I talk. I talk in riddles. You talk in riddles. Yeah, I talk fucking riddler, riddler over here, eh? Riddler. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but how are you guys doing? Good. Yeah, we're, we're coming off a crazy week of... I mean, it was a quiet week of news. And then the last couple of days were just like an avalanche of, of news and movie announcements and all that fun stuff. Uh, but there's also a lot of cool stuff going on, on the show, too, that have been keeping us busy. But yeah, I'm doing well otherwise. You know, we like to talk about the weather. The weather's been very hot and it's been very muggy. Today, it might rain. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is when you're listening to this episode, but I hope I hope the future us is enjoying the weather or maybe not enjoying the weather. And I hope the future us is alive. That's what I always think. You know, we've been getting <laughs> some movie dates for years that I never really thought about before. Yeah. Like, we're, when you see 2025, yeah. I'm like, that feels like it's 25 years away from now. I, I do the math. I'm like, okay, how old am I at that point? So then I think about how old I am. I'm like, where should I be in my life at this yeah. point? I'm like, do I have a kid at this point? I don't yeah. think so. But yeah, like, that's, I'm, I'm good. I'm doing good. Um, Shay had like, a, a I had an existential crisis yes, yes, thinking geez, about man. these days. Yes. Because I'm like, man, I'm going to be like X amount of years old. Like, yeah. you'll be 94 thing, years that's old. That's the first thing that happens to me when something like, down the road is coming out because we we're going to be talking about like the marvel phase four fives and six i just i look at the date and i'm like how old am i going to be yeah am i going to be the same what should i be doing in my life at that am i alive yeah Yeah, Yeah. that part is never like the the main part is just like i hope i'm secure yeah exactly (laughs) you know what i mean i hope hope shit's going well for me at that point where's the movie podcast i hope when i'm at that avengers event i'm like yeah this feels good i'm not like a drunk or um uh, like needles stuck in your arm you know you're bringing opioids back okay yeah yeah Yeah. well opioids are still here yeah but it's not like it's not a cool drug yeah it's not no crazy stories this week nothing like happened to you guys no no one uh, you know what i wonder though i wonder how that guy enjoyed nope if you listen to oh, our no yeah. review, I wanted to go back. I wanted, I wanted to buy seat. tickets for the yeah. seats beside him just to be like, "Hey, dude, I'll tell you, I'm going to ruin the whole movie for you yeah. right now." <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to just buy a ticket, sit in the seat, and then say, "Man, hey, man, and look at your my seat. You, look at that it was, date. You were here. We that was supposed we, to be yesterday. We you tricked were, you. Yeah. We got you, man, yeah. dude. Th- those tickets aren't for today." And he's like, "What are you talking about? Like, I, I'd want that to happen. No, nothing crazy. I'd say I had a pretty normal week. Do you know something that we don't know? Did something happen to us that?" Should have been crazy, or is no? Because usually there's some sort of like craziness that happens. Yeah, there usually which, is. Which we had our, you know, the dude who thought we were in his seat when we weren't in his seat. Yeah, but yeah. I like how we're blowing this up to like Avengers proportion yeah. levels of like this well, guy. That was also this announced. guy pulled out a gun. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> no, luckily he didn't do that. There was, but there was a news story that I think we were talking about that broke yesterday about okay. the guy who worked for Google who who talked to the Washington Post about. How he believes there's like AI that's oh, yeah. that's sentient, oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. self-aware, yeah. And Google's like, nah, that's not true. Not I thought that was a while ago. And that was a while yesterday ago. Yesterday yeah. he was it broke news broke that he was like, go from Google. Oh, 
Yeah. I think he's let go a little while ago, though. Oh, I thought it was yet yesterday. Was he let go again? They're bringing back in. They and well, he fired. was on leave. He was on paid oh, leave. Oh, got you. And he created a little program called Ultron. I'm oh, not too sure why. Uh, yeah. Yes. Tony Stank. And I was reading, <laughs> like, I was, I read the Washington uh, Post. Okay. Was the Washington Post? Yeah, I think it was the Washington Post article. And they were talking, and he was, the, the guy who wrote it, he actually was talking to this AI thing. And it essentially is like iMessage, where you type in a question or you ask right. him something. It's like ask Jeeves. And then it would kind of formulate uh, an answer for you. But it, yeah, it was pretty... I think the, the Google said that this is not AI in the sense that it's self-aware. It's just that it's using an architecture that makes it seem like it's Like it knows real. what it's talking about. But my point, my th- thinking is, where is like the public's... If the public got a hold of this and started talking to it, would it know the difference between oh this is an architecture of not of sentences pulled from the internet and right. built or this is a real per- I feel like the world that we live in they'll probably think this is a real person that they're talking to right and that's, and that's the scary part right and that's when we we get like AI like machine learning and things like that coming yeah. into play and yeah who knows where it's going to be like if you were to tell me like ten years ago even with like where Siri was ten years ago. To she's now. still pretty much where she was 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, she's she's not she's not the brightest bulb no. or the brightest, I guess, circuits in no, the phone. But bro- she keeps breaking. Yeah. But, no, but like at least get. the things that you could do now with like the smart technology yeah. and things yeah. like that, it's it's really freaky. Like yeah. when you when you like we're so used to it now, we're all wearing Apple Watches right now. Yeah. That monitors things within our bodies. Like yeah. where's where's that gonna be? You know, yeah. like we, we think of science fiction movies, we're not that 100%. far off from it. 100%. You know? But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the Movie Podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes on the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Join our Discord and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is uh, it's growing. It's, it's growing, it's, yeah. It's like a flower. It was like dead, and then now it's <laughs> rising up. It is. Um, We're, we've been getting some great views, some great comments. I mean, I think we always talk about how YouTube is such a different beast when it comes to, yeah, you know, making our episodes and releasing them there. Some episodes will perform great. Other episodes will be like, is anybody... No one's on YouTube today. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's, it's such weird. a weird, it's like, weird. Yeah. world of YouTube. But, yeah. you know, a lot of our interviews, they're video-based. So yeah, please. So you can see a lot of our stuff, and we have quite a bit of stuff coming down yeah. the pipeline. We do. We do have yeah. a lot. So we have uh, one for sure that's coming out this week that we can't tell you who it is. All we could tell you is to stay tuned. <laughs> no, we can't do no, that either. it's an interview. We can say it's an interview. That's, yeah. it's that's an interview. what I mean. It's an interview. Can we say if it's a male or female? Uh, or are they it's like it's like a it's like a what is it guess who guess who i saw here's the thing i was at walmart this week uh and i saw like a cheap version of guess who and it was called <laughs> guess why it was called who's that <laughs> i was just like <laughs> i was so upset God, what walmart were you at I was, just a normal walmart you walk outside there's two l's in front yeah. of the, oh, oh, what? walmart oh yeah i was like it's guess who no it's who's that <laughs> who's that um but yeah this thursday uh the episode will drop at 12 a.m eastern time you'll see who's going to be joining our what is that specific show. though Sorry? 9 a.m. 9 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Pacific. On the th- on on the 12 a.m. Pacific. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. It's, I don't know. 12 a.m. Eastern time this Thursday. We'll have another special guest joining us. Yes. Or, or 9 a.m. 
9 p.m. 9 p.m. Not on, p.m. Wednesday. <laughs> on Wednesday. On Wednesday. I'm so Wednesday. confused. What time zone are we in now? We're, We're in Eastern. Eastern. But yeah, I, 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 I want but like, our Western. Are you? I like. I like to let our West Coast peeps also yeah. in on the in on us. She, about, she lives on West Coast time. Anthony lives a year in the what future. What about the? Yes. What about Dana? The, where are you living? <laughs> I'm living in the moment, baby. Oh, that's too that's much. All about right that's now. That's too much. <laughs> what about all the other time zones. Uh, I don't really care about them that much. Yeah, yeah. Mount, Central, Mountain Time, Central Time. Get out of here! You know, Mountain Time is fake. First of all, that's Mountain not a real Time. Thing. The mountains. Ma- the no worst thing is mountains. The worst though the is, is was in Nova Scotia where it's just like thirty minutes that yeah. they're behind or whatever. And it's like, come on, guys, thirty minutes. Yeah, get yeah. your shit together. Mountain Time. Sorry, I mean, is that like, you have beef with 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 Nova Scotia. I right have now? beef with their thirty minute rules. Like, yeah. what? Thirty minutes are free. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this? Mountain no, I'm dope, kidding. Though. I love you all. I always picture like you gotta go to a mountain. Uh-huh. There's like this guy inside the mountain. He has a clock, and that's how he like determines the mountain. That's why time. I don't like it because it mm. takes too long to find out what time it is. I have to yes. go up to a mountain. That's too much. That's too far. That's um, too far. But yeah, you can check out all that information in our show notes and all those links and more. We have a mailback bag question. Mailbag. Is it Shay or Dave? I, keep I, was, I was gearing up to do it. Hold on. Go, go ahead. Mailbag. <sighs> what? <laughs> I don't get. Every time you do it, you you add a, an extra little little little, little sound bite, a little sound, it. and then ah, like yeah, uh, like, like just like drink, just drink, drink, a, drink a, Pepsi. a drink a Pepsi or a Sprite. <laughs> what kind of mail is this? It's a refreshing yeah. mail. It's a refreshing mail. Uh, this mailbag question is re- in regards to Nope, and this is a spoiler warning because this question is a little bit of a spoiler for those uh, for those who haven't watched Nope and are going to be watching Nope. Watch out! Watch out! <laughs> because this will be a spoiler. This will be a spoiler. This question is coming from, or not question. This letter is coming from Hutch. Hutch says, "Hey guys, love the episode of your Nope review." Specifically wanted to see what your take was on this, but in regards to what you guys said about the subplot feeling separate, do you guys feel that Steven Yeun's character was supposed to learn his lesson on trying to tame a beast? It's just my initial opinion, but after him watching Gordy kill almost everyone, maybe his character was supposed to learn better than, for the lack of better term, trying to tame slash train this unknown beast. Have a great day, Hutch. That was a great. I, I, we got this this email this week from Hutch, so thank you so much for that. Yeah. And I think yeah, it, it definitely gave me uh, a different insight to the scene, and it definitely does connect. And I I definitely see that. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I, I totally get that. And I think the Gordy scene for all three of us, we said that's one of the scariest scenes in the movie, but it definitely does. You know, I think take the spotlight away from the main plot that was going on, uh, even though it is connected. Um, still great, still great scene, but I think it was just a little. Uh, a, a little felt still for me personally a little removed again i love the scene though just a little little removed yeah it's uh you know i i thought about this scene further and i was talking to somebody else who had watched the movie and pretty much we kind of came to a similar conclusion about this moment we're like yeah i think this is kind of what it was representing so yeah hutch you know great eye as well i think like thank you for also sending this in and I, we got to the same point but we we're still like was it still necessary or is there a better way to tell that story or um you know could you have just shown it a different way yeah. so that that's kind of where we, were, we we came to it still scary but um felt like it was a little too much taking it away i it's it's interesting too with that scene as scary as it is when i and i think with a lot of nope is when we and and i love nope and i've been i've I, i've actually been thinking about it a lot more since we watched it and I, i'm excited to watch it again I, I like it more since when we first watched it I'm curious to like 
when we when the trailers were coming out, we're all just like, hey, what does this mean? What is this monkey paw? This woman in the crowd? Like, there's a lot of things that were like misdirection t- compared to what we got in the movie, and I like that. Um, and I'm excited to you know go in with Hutch's you know insights next time I watch this movie. So looking forward to that. How yeah, about you? And there was there was a, a Hollywood Reporter um, article on you know Nope, the meaning behind Jordan Peele's most terrifying scene yet so if you are interested to learn a little bit more and and what it really like what it represented to the director i would say go ahead and read that yeah we'll put we can put in the show notes from richard uh richard newbie who is exactly uh, we could drop that uh for me personally i'm in the same boat like i just felt like yes it was a scary scene and i it will be that scene where i will remember nope the most about like in terms of oh that was that was pretty scary that's that is uh a frightening idea to even come up with right and that's something that could have easily happened at any point in time but um yeah i uh i am i felt like i didn't see the connection right away until later and i had to like really think about it but it still it still just was this that part where it just took me out of the movie right it felt like something else it felt like this was just a really scary scene that just didn't i don't fit in with the whole other also, also I, I, I'm not too sure. I can't remember if it's in Richard's article, but uh, there was also like the mention of like, oh, why didn't Gordy kill um, Stephen Young's character? Well, yeah. because we also see in the movie that he sees him through the tablecloth, which means they weren't having direct eye contact. Just like in the, the aliens and Nope, if you don't look at them, they don't come for you. Right. right. And also that Stephen, he like Gordy believed that Stephen Young's character, like his character was an attraction like he was. Right. And that's why he kind of felt empathy that's why he didn't kill him right he was the star of that show as well as gordy and that they were they're similar they're similar in a yeah, sense yeah so I'm, yeah i'm excited to see but all you, of the the insights and the anal the analysis essays and all that yeah, yeah she did ask me like what would you do in a situation would you survive the gordy and i'm yeah, I looked you asked over, me. I asked right away. I'm like, would you have survived this chimpanzee attack? I'm I'm fighting the chimpanzee, hundred percent, hundred percent. If only he had <laughs> a personal chef, I think you would have been able to do it, right? I think. I think. Uh, the, the I don't need the personal <laughs> chef, man. I just need, <laughs> you know, I just need something like a gun, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> these two fists. That when I when I these two these when my I, paws when I put yeah, them together. Yeah. We we asked Anthony one time. We're like Anthony, like what is stopping you from having like a Marvel bod? And he's like, just a personal chef. <laughs> like, that's, that's all it, it is, man. That's it's a personal it. chef. Man. A personal chef is the... Imagine a chef cooking for you 24-7, uh-huh. proper meals okay. that are always healthy, Yeah. that, you know, you don't have to... Because a lot of times it's, you're lazy and you don't want to cook anything, right? right? Health, uh, eating healthy is expensive. Yes, eating is. healthy yeah. is expensive. Also, it's the most important thing of any type of fitness. Yeah. Like, you go on this fitness journey, you could run 100 miles, you'll never look like... You know, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. You. It's all about the food you put in your body as well. One hundred percent. So, yeah, man. If you give me a personal chef, I got the rest. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. No. Like when you said it, it sounded like it rhymed. Like, it, is that a teacher? You were confident about the yeah. rhyme, but I was like, no, that's that. No, no, that. I'm a rhyming guy today. You so are. You're again. I, you're speaking in riddles today, which is going to yeah. be great when you're reading all the news. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to kick it to Daniel for some announcements. Uh, welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the announcements show. Uh, yeah, we have, you know, we were off last week from our main episode, but we still had tons of episodes drop on the movie podcast feed. I want to give some episodes some love. Uh, we've had some really cool special guests join us. Most recently, we had Paul Walter Hauser, who is on Blackbird, which is an incredible Apple TV Plus show that you should definitely go check out. We also had Joseph Quinn 
on the movie podcast. You know him as Eddie Munson from Stranger Things Season 4. We talked all about the incident with Doja Cat. I'm kidding. We did not talk about that at all. Um, but we did talk about Stranger Things Season 4 and a lot more. He's he's such a, a lovely, lovely gentleman. And we're so excited to see what he does uh, next in the world of acting. Um, if you want to catch up on what we believe to be some of the best movies of 2022 so far, you could do so. And you could catch uh, our last main episode, episode 143, where we talk all about you know, the Batman, Top Gun, obviously. Elvis was before we saw Nope, but lots of great movies on there. Also, check out our Miss Marvel Season 1 finale spoiler cast, our review on The Gray Man, uh, our, obviously our review of Nope. We had Dean Fleischerkamp, who was the director and writer of Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, join us uh, last week. We had a great conversation with him. And we also have a review out for Where the Crawdads Sing, or I think I called it Where the Crawdaddies Sing. Yeah. On, we also uh, have uh, like a nice little reel about um, our visit to the Friends experience. We do, yeah. So yeah. Shade cut together a great, uh, a great reel that's on our socials now on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. Go check it out. You could see our coverage from the Friends experience, which is now open in Yorkdale. That's here in Toronto. You could go see what that's all about. I've been seeing a lot of my friends yeah. going too, yeah. which has been really nice to see. So Yeah, very cool. Really, what a cool event. That was, yeah. a, that was a lot of fun. And then this week, we have a lot more coming. So we have, uh, like I said, we have our special guest lined up for Thursday. We'll have a review out for DC uh, Super Pets, DC League of Super Pets, yep. which will be out on Tuesday. And then, uh, yeah, lots more. So lots to look yeah. forward to. Yeah. August is going to be interesting. Very, very yeah. interesting. And then we lead into like September and with TIFF, TIFF and D23. And, and it's just, uh, and then we just do uh, it all again. A lot of stuff. How do you guys questions. feel about not sleeping? Uh, it's what it feels like every day for me. But yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to hear That's that. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys ready to get into it? Let's do it. Do, 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 do. I thought you were going to say news, but I'm glad we still did it anyway. We nailed it. Oh, yeah. We knew. We knew. The the audience knows what we're going to get into. That's true. We're going to get into some funny business now. We got a shit ton of news. Comic-Con, baby. This is all Comic-Con, except one story, which is at the end. But the biggest Comic-Con 2022 news for movies and TV. And we're going to... I'm going to go through a list of stuff, and then we're going to kind of end off in... um, uh, Marvel animated studio, uh, Marvel Studio Animation. And then we're gonna kind of pass it on to other. Yeah, we'll pass, pass the torch along. Big big panel. What did you know? guys think though of Comic Con before we dive into it? Like of of the announcements that we've got this year, just kind of overall, I guess thoughts. Um, me personally, I I it was it was unexpected. Yeah, for me because I didn't expect Comic Con to be this big again, uh, again so quickly. But yeah, that was it was unexpected. I thought a lot of the new stuff that we did get um i think was for me john wick 4 being having a trailer and having that panel was unexpected yeah and it was nice to see uh marvel stuff definitely i maybe want i want to know like maybe what do they have planned for d23 we we heard going into this that you know don't expect a lot from comic-con comic-con right. is going to be they quieter they're going to hold their announcements for d23 exactly and then marvel heard that and they're like yeah well and spin in our face and was like this is this is why right. we're the best right now and then and that could have been misdirection by marvel as sure. well 
because you know they they wanted to kind of we got a lot of that misdirection yeah. for this comic con this year yeah. yeah oh and not even from marvel from i guess from a lot of the outlets who are kind of he- teasing it right which we'll, yeah. we'll get into with the warner brothers but yeah that that's how i felt what yeah. about you shay no i thought it was cool i mean again kind of similar to you guys i didn't expect it to be this big and like them to come this hard right out the gate um so yeah I'm, I'm glad to see it was a good time uh wish we were there but maybe next year we will yeah yeah Okay, so let's get through some of these uh, these Comic-Con news stories. We have Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves gets first trailer. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power trailer, which is a three-minute trailer. Yeah. Um, that was a long trailer, but it showed a lot. It did show a lot, yeah. compared to, And we just got another big trailer like a week and a half ago. Yeah. So now we're getting another huge look. This show looks massive. Prime is like preparing this show for yeah. like, an event of no other. Uh, Tales of the Walking Dead gets first trailer. The final season of Walking Dead gets a new trailer. Uh, and Rick, oh, Michonne. Michonne and Rick are getting their own show. Uh, Keanu Reeves' Berserker headed to Netflix. So that's a live action and anime in development. The Sandman new trailer and John Wick 4 footage. Yeah, we got uh, Keanu Reeves and nunchucks. He nunchucked that guy like 10 times. Yeah. Dude, that was <laughs> unexpected. Like I said, that was probably... Something that surprised me because I didn't expect a trailer to be made and actually have a whole like I don't know if the movie's done or what. It, it so was it's, just... like, it's coming out in March, right? Right, right, right. I don't understand though. So like the official John Wick account, to my knowledge, has still not tweeted out this trailer. It was, it was some like Lionsgate, but was it even Lionsgate? That's all Lionsgate tweeted out. Okay, because yeah. I was going to say the one that got really it got all the viral views was some random Twitter account that posted it. Oh really? Yeah, so... I was like, what? Where is this coming from? Like, where? Why? Right. Why did this get like? Th- and then obviously, like, it's been posted and stuff like that. But I hadn't seen it from the official John Wick account. It was only from some other random Twitter account that posted it. And I was like, "Is this real?" I'm like, "It is real." And it was a great trailer. It was a really great trailer. Yeah. We got Donnie Yen. He seems to be the new, the new villain as all as well as um, Skarsgård. Uh, Bill? Is it Bill? Is it Bill Skarsgård? The so one who played it. The, the John Wick account did tweet it. What time though? Uh, they tweeted it. What's the date today? Today's the twenty fourth. They tweeted it yesterday at okay. one p.m. But it, yeah, because it was Friday that yeah. the trailer yeah, dropped. So they right? did, it, did it the day after. The yeah. day after, I was like, yeah. "Why isn't this on the official account?" I'm watching yeah. it off of some random weird. Weird. user's account. Yeah, yeah, it's Bill Bill Skarsgård. So yeah, he Bill seems Skarsgård. like the the villain, but Donnie Yen's in it, and Donnie Yen is like in his sixties. He looks great, man. Fifty nine, and he's doing like what he's doing yeah. in this trailer is fantastic. It's like and, Tom Cruise, you said exactly, and. What I love Bill, about it, Bill is a uh, Pennywise, right? Correct, Pennywise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I loved about this trailer was it really showcased like this is going to take place in Europe. There's Paris. There's a fight in the middle of the what's that big Paris roundabout? The Arc de Triomphe. Exactly. And they look like they're fighting with cars, and it looks fantastic. And I'm like, Keanu Reeves, how are you doing? Keep this? Keep going. How are you doing this? Him and Tom Cruise and Donnie Yen need to be all in a movie together where they're just fighting and they're all just like bloody at the end of it no one wants to die no one wants to go down yeah um, i'd like that anything from that list that i mentioned that kind of stood out to you i know the dungeons and dragons was a big one yeah People i mean we're super excited yeah i mean we've had two dungeons and dragons movies in the past before and they weren't great this one at least looks more fun and i have i have a lot of faith in the directors same directors who did game night um and they wrote it as well too I just hope that it's a good time because I also, from the look of this trailer, it kind of gives me like were, Jack and the Giant Slayer. Homecoming, right? Yeah, they're yeah. one of the like six right, writers on yeah. Homecoming, but uh, they it kind of gives me like Jack the Giant Slayer vibes 
Do you remember that movie from like twenty? Like you know when By we, Brian Singer, Brian Singer. Like you know when we got oh, a book. bunch of like like CG like mystical looking movies right. in the late twenty tens. Right. You know what I mean? The kind of like Wrath of the Titans and um all of that stuff like it, it, cg yeah. heavy films, yeah the cg yeah. heavy like look movies i i just hope it's good i hope it's a good time this one's coming out next year also you know shout out to the walking dead still going mm-hmm. strong after I all of these years done. i thought they were done thought too they were done. because i watched it i watched i've watched all the seasons of the walking dead and then this season came out and it's like the final episodes of the walking dead i'm like how i thought i watched the ending of it and i know COVID <laughs> messed things up because they were released released like two random episodes i'm like this is so i have to go back and be like okay where did i finish watching this and then now michonne and rick um andrew lincoln and uh denai guerrera are coming back and doing their own spin-off i guess to wrap up the rest of their character arcs because rick's been off for the last uh last season he was gone so walking dead i think really when when we look at it was a turning point for pop culture in terms of comic books and took over comic-con Right, like whenever I think of Comic Con, I think of Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead owned the conversation for the last. That was always the thing. Yeah, and and we, you know, it's it's easy to like to poke fun in that show for how long it's been on. I think the first four to five seasons of that show are fantastic, Um, especially the first. I think the first two seasons are my favorite, but that it's been on this long, it's had so many spinoffs now. Um, it's pretty amazing, and, and congrats to the entire cast because it's like, it's not easy to do that, and obviously they're they'll still here doing it. So yeah. true, and also like Keanu Reeves doing Berserker, which is oh his, yeah, his own comic. Book. Great, I love Berserker. It's great, and it it's very you know action heavy. Yeah, and it's anime based in a sense, but yeah, but that's that we knew that he was going to do this, and now it's coming to fruition. So it's nice to see that Netflix is driving this home. Right, yeah. So the the anime I think is going to be a sequel to the comic, right? And then the live action movie is going to be an adapt an, an adaptation of the first twelve uh, the twelve first twelve issues of Berserker, right. which right. is a really great read if you if you guys uh, looking for something. That's yeah, really I was good. looking to read it, but then I forgot about it. Yeah, but now really really good. Uh, new Sandman trailer. I know Sandman. Yeah, I feel like this is a huge event for netflix but again netflix how they do things they don't really showcase yeah sandman this is the first time we're going to be seeing the sandman on screen and i think that's a big big thing yeah because his character is so well known he's he has like a a cult cult following to him um and i remember growing up buying like those dc absolutes you you ever see them they're the huge dc books like the omnibuses the omnibuses and they're like 16 inches by whatever yeah so uncomfortable to read so uncomfortable to read but nice to have um and i always remember the sandman being that story that was part of the omnibus i'm like that's such a strange character to have like usually you would put the these stories that change comic books like uh for instance the watchman or the dark knight returns yeah or um what was the other one uh, one from Alex Ross. Uh, oh, Kingdom Come? Kingdom Come. Yeah. But then Sandman was like maybe the second or third story and I never really got into it and then I, a couple of years later I bought like the first volume or second volume and man, like it was something that I did not expect from DC Vertigo and just the idea of the Sandman and the biblicalness of it and I'm just happy that we we got this trailer. People can like, like it and yeah. 
well, they could like it, they could enjoy it, and then they could listen to a review of it on August 5th at uh, 3 a.m. Oh, Eastern Time. No way. 12.01 Pacific Standard Time. Bum, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. 3.01 Pacific? 3.01 Eastern. Yeah. 12.01 Pacific. Mm. Wait, the yeah. one? Is the one again? It's the one it's again. It's always the one. It's one ones. It's always the one. But yeah. wake up to put that live manually at 3.01. Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Sandman. Stay tuned for more Sandman. Okay, let's get into the the bigger part of our, our discussion. Marvel Studios animated panel. So this is the first panel yeah. they've ever done for the animation team, mm. which is pretty pretty cool. Which is makes sense because, you know, this is Comic-Con. They are based in a comic world mm. and, you know, these are animated, so they relate to this world. So it's nice to, that they 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 decided to do a panel this year. Mm-hmm. Not like some other people that should have done panels or shown the shown some more panels i don't know about yeah that. Mm. but we got four four con four studio four animated panels we had spider-man <laughs> freshman year which is based on uh it's an animated series that follows peter parker on his way to becoming spider-man in the mcu the journey with a journey unlike we've ever seen and a style that celebrates the character's early comic book roots spider-man freshman year comes exclusively to disney plus in 2024 a second season was also announced aptly titled spider-man sophomore year i love the animation style for this like this looks straight out of like a like a, a 1960s spider-man comic book yeah it's um, that uh Steve Ditko Steve look. Ditko look, yeah. yeah. But Seriously it's curve. it's so cool. And then when you see, it looks like it's this, obviously it's within the MCU, but within the MCU also means within the multiverse of the MCU right. at this point. Right. So you, you you see, we saw like a, a thumbnail image that they dropped where it's like Peter and Aunt May sitting on the couch and instead of Tony Stark, which is the exact scene from Civil War, it's Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it looks like Norman Osborn is going to be taking on that, that mentor role mm-hmm in this and i think that's a great way to introduce a lot of these different villains that we haven't gone to see in the mainline mcu but you get to have a lot of fun with them now with spider-man in this show which looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah yeah, yeah. go ahead Shay. no I was just saying that the clothes they're wearing as well kind of are a sign of a different era as well yeah. now again it is in a different multiverse so it could be the same year or whatever or again man that's so complicated going deep down that rabbit hole of yeah. what year it is um but yeah this the style is very reminiscent to of that 60s and 50s spider-man what i what i love so much about this too is that you know this also isn't holding you know what if it's its own animation style and this is its own what animation style yeah i don't i i'm glad that marvel's just like just like in the movies we could have different genres of you know movies this is more of a comedy this is more of a thriller whatever on the animation side we could also be different and we could diversify so not everything's feeling the samey 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 we're not getting tom holland back as the voice so no but we are getting charlie cox who's gonna be playing daredevil is that who we play daredevil yeah interesting choice daredevil (laughs) why not ben affleck (laughs) well he was busy he's getting he's getting married he was getting married. That was yeah. that's some other news we didn't mention. J Lo and Ben Affleck got married. They also yeah. announced that at this panel. They, last uh, night. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. They're like, before we start, we want to give a special shout out to Ben and Jed. Yeah, that, that's more like of a what if. This yeah. is like ten years ago. It's like what if Ben and J Lo got married. Yeah. Dude, that is a what if story. That is a what if. Because yeah. it was like twenty years ago, twenty something years ago that yeah. they separated, and to think that they got married after that—that's crazy. How did it, you that feel? Is a what if. You probably wild. felt great though. Eh? It was a re- yeah, I felt great. I think he was at the wedding. I was yeah. at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that I was the ring boy. The ring boy. <laughs> you want ring man? The ring man. No, uh, I was a boy. Ring man taken. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool. I just looking forward to seeing this trailer. I just want to see it 
you know like i want to see it in 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 action it feels like it's it's cell shaded in a in a way it also feels like uh you know enter the spider-verse in a way so there's like these two ties but it also has a 60s vibe to it 60s just like gee willikers look to it yes um peter parker has glasses you know like we haven't seen him in glasses for for a very long time it reminds me a lot of like like the the old you know archie style comics it does yes there's like almost like a pulp to it yeah you know yeah we got what if season two which continues the journey with the watcher as our guide through the vast multiverse introducing brand new and familiar faces throughout the mcu the animated series questions revisits and twists classic marvel cinematic moments with an incredible voice cast that includes a host of stars who repraise their iconic roles season two of what if Watches exclusively on Disney Plus in early 2023. So we knew we know that they were working on uh, What If season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we didn't know is they're already working on season three nah. and probably season four. But um, I like I love the What If like animated series because it just gave you that idea of the multiverse being part of the MCU right, right. and not like having to see that in a movie. Like we can actually tell these stories that lead into movies or are part of the movie world. Um, but are super interesting. And right. Add these characters that you didn't expect to have. Right. Uh, and Peggy Carter being one of them. You know, like she she being that Captain America, mm. we saw a live action version we of her. We did see a live action variant of that, and right? we're going to see her back in a What If Season 2 episode yeah. too, which is cool. And when they dropped that, you know, they dropped like uh, a picture of like some of the cast. You're seeing already like Amon Vellani's like Miss Marvel. You're seeing Shang-Chi up there. You're yeah. seeing Kate Bishop. You're seeing... Uh, Yelena, like you're seeing all the, the the big players that were introduced already in Phase Four of and the MCU, and Elizabeth Olsen, and Elizabeth Olsen, like, and you're seeing them, like, damn, like we're going to get to see Shang Chi in a different environment. We're going to maybe get to see Shang Chi like interact with Miss Marvel and mm-hmm. you know Kate Bishop and have a story of that and have these characters out there. And who knows now with Marvel being so open to including mutants and things now, mm-hmm. maybe we'll see the X Men show up in What If. Maybe we'll see. Um, the Fantastic Four show up in What If. Like these characters can now show up now that they're getting their live action debut. I think Marvel's a lot more open to showing having them in the animated form too now, right? Yeah, really, really yeah. cool. And then hopefully Daredevil as well, because I think Daredevil is going to be a big character for Marvel moving forward, which we'll talk about. Yeah, I th- I, you know, with all the news of Daredevil, uh, which we will talk about, I just I'm wondering, did they have this down the pipeline, or was this something that was spawned out of the reaction of his character in? in no way home i think um, i think him showing up with no way home they they knew they were going to do this show they knew they were going to do like the daredevil show they knew he was going to show up in freshman year and i think including him in no way home was just like we have daredevil back stay tuned for daredevil more. is in, in pretty much everything yeah right now. he's even she hulk yeah I, oh, like what, the, what okay sure they're both lawyers sure let's do it makes sense yeah um Marvel Zombies, the animated series from Marvel Studios, reimagines the Marvel Universe as a new generation of heroes battle against the ever-spreading zombie scourge. Marvel Zombies will stream exclusively on Disney Plus and has a mature rating. Hell yeah. Ooh, Ooh dangerous. This is, this is Disney... A lot of nudity. Nudity, uh, I think is what they were said. A nude zombies? Not a nude, sexy zombies. Um, this is Marvel Studios' first mature-rated content that they've actually produced yeah which is interesting because we did not expect marvel zombies to be you know that story right yeah we're gonna go down that route but makes sense yeah you know they're zombies they they gotta eat yeah you want to show blood you want to show gore 
And, you know, we got a taste of the Marvel Zombies in the What If series. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty gruesome, that episode. And now with that mature rating, I think they're just going to be like, let's just go for it. And again, Marvel and Disney, like we're seeing mature content now that it's happening in the States. Because, you know, we were, we were joking, the three of us this week, we've had Logan and Deadpool on Disney Plus for over a year at this point, right? A long yeah. time. But it's like, it's once it happens in the States, then it's official. That's yes. when it matters, yeah. right? And it's like, this is this is great news. Like, you need to, when you, you want to be able to have a, a vast uh, offering of, of shows and movies, you got to be able to touch different genres and you got to be able to touch different age ratings as well, too. You know, mm-hmm. Marvel Zombies won't be a show for, for younger audiences, but there will be a show that older audiences could get into, like Invincible. Right. right so like that's what you, that's what you want to kind of tackle you want to be able to have something for everyone and this helps with that for but sure I, i'm 100 percent sure like a lot of kids are going to watch oh definitely they because are because it's yeah. just that's that's going to be their 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 tying point of like their maturity kind yeah. of changing sure um i know there was a bunch of like parental boards complaining about disney's decision to make yeah. you know logan and deadpool available and they're like no they they stood for so much for family related content and here they are they're throwing it all out the window but you know like you have the access as a parent yeah it's parents control fault. <laughs> the, your, your, your kids wait your kids viewing you're saying they have to parent their kids 100 percent. get out of here that's that not, is that's that, that's that's disney's job that's not disney's supposed to parent my children no. i shouldn't have to tell them a single thing that's my uh, karen. american upset lady i like it was it good it was very well, good what should we call her karen that's karen. a little too on the nose now yeah sharon no, <laughs> <laughs> sharon kata <laughs> no it's good um, uh but cool and then um we heard too that simu lu and and among others are going to be showing up in this as well i'm curious if it's going to keep the same look as what if or they're going to go for something different i don't we'll see. know we'll see. is there any before we talk about the last one i would love to see a marvel 1602 show Oh, like uh medieval like the medieval of- the medieval version of it because it's neil gammon as well too who yes. obviously did sandman but um i loved reading those books growing up just because it was such a weird version of these characters i mean yeah. from the 1600s it's so cool but i mean nothing would surprise me because i always think of marvel zombies in 1602 in the same kind of same kind of way because they were just such different things of of um and what if like they, those were like the different series that i would always see like uh collected editions for growing yeah. up we we're like oh read zombies read what if read 1602 yeah, no 1602 was a great story it was dr doom and the fantastic four and yeah. a lot of others but yeah it's taking place in that time period where you know superheroes didn't exist and it you know there is a lot of pillaging and and yeah, and just the technology, technology of that time, exist, yeah. Right? So but it's it, like, how do they exist as these characters? Yeah, and it's funny because I, I remember, um, like, just, just this weekend, sorry, not that I remember because it was just this weekend, Neil Gaiman was, like, obviously on the Sandman panel, somebody asked him, like, would you ever do, like, a new Marvel, like, 1602, like, series? Yeah. And he said, the old leadership at Marvel, so I'm assuming Ike Permulator or whatever from years ago, turned him down. He's like, I haven't spoken, like, to the new people who are like running the show there. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we'll see a 1602 one day. Yeah, maybe. Last animated story, X-Men 97. This has been, you know, rumored and talked about for a very long time and we kind of got some f- stuff last year and now we have 
an idea of when this is coming out. So X-Men 97 is an animated series from Marvel Studios that explores new stories in the iconic 90s timeline of the original series. The series will begin streaming exclusively on Disney Plus Fall of 2023. So this is in relation to the original X-Men that aired on Fox. Mm -hmm. This is the... Because that ended, what, in 96 or 95, 96? Mm -hmm. And now it takes... Kind of continues that path. That's why they call it X-Men 97. Um, They had a rough last two seasons of that show, though. Exactly. the, The animation was the thing outsourced at that point, and... Yeah, it looked kind of rough. Did it end on the cliffhanger as well, too? I believe it did, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember how it ended now, but... I was just re-watching all the episodes not long ago, but I, right when I got to those last two seasons, I was like, this is hard to watch now. Is, yeah. Right. You notice yeah. that a lot with shows of that era, where yeah. it's just like, a lot a lot of shows at that time, they would do, animated shows specifically would do three seasons so they could air it every single quarter, mm-hmm. right, of the year for one one episode a week or whatever. And it's just like... You didn't, they didn't think of shows then like the way we think of things now, interconnecting and having this. So it's, I'm so curious to think what the original writers and creators of the show in the 90s are like, oh, wow, they're picking up back where we left off. That's so cool. And we've heard now the, again, spoilers, if you haven't seen Doctor Strange or if you haven't watched Miss Marvel, we've heard the X-Men 90s theme song twice now yep. in the MCU in live action. Yeah. So it's cool that... They are really bringing back this theme song. This has to be the theme song whenever we get an X-Men movie eventually, right? right. And I think this story that they're going to be taking, that these characters are going to be taking place, are going to be, you know, extended into the cinematic world as well. Because, you know, when X-Men 97 was announced with What If and all that, we really didn't know what to expect. Right. Even like Freshman. Like Freshman was, was announced so long ago, we were worried, like, was it ever going to come out? Was it going to be canceled? And now that we know that the what if actually really ties into the cinematic world and all the other Disney plus stories that we have access to in the past two years have tied in. Yeah. This is going to be a huge event for X-Men fans. Right. Because this is going to somehow tie into that X-Men world that, you know, Kevin Feige's building. Right. And, And I think too, we're also getting now, animated series that are under the banner of marvel studios because we know the quality of the marvel movies has gotten better and the consistency the storytelling the the actors the characters have been strong under marvel studios and now that animation is also under marvel studios banner that is only a a good thing because we've gotten great spider-man shows i think spectacular spider-man i think of just x-men um at wolverine and the x-men was another great show that uh Again, they got canceled because they were different networks and things like that. We've had a lot of great animated shows that, because they're owned by other studios, they're not giving it the treatment because I think in the back of their minds, they're just like, why are we going to continue this when it's not making us any money because it's another studio that actually owns the rights to this character? Right Now it's like we're getting these proper animated shows that are getting the attention they deserve. They don't have to be 22 to 24 episode long seasons. They could do eight episodes. They could do 12 episodes, do a really good job of it and not have to worry about having a, a, a long running show and having filler episodes and all that, right? It, it's, it's interesting you talk about, and this is a little off topic, but not off topic. When you talked about you know shows now with longer episodes, uh, just recently, we found out that Abbott Elementary is coming back for its second season, yeah. and it's getting a very rare twenty-two episode run. That's like a that's a traditional network. I haven't order. seen that. I don't. I can't remember the last time I saw that. I think like one, the last shows that I feel like did that were like sitcoms or like yeah. Big Bang Theory, Modern Family, even yeah. did that. But like 
it's rare to see that. But even now. at the end of their seasons, like Modern Family, I think started to dwindle off in a couple episodes as well. Like I think they did like eighteen, and right. they went down a little bit more. So it's interesting to see a show come back that also you know really took off on the streaming platform mm-hmm. of Disney Plus with the twenty two episode series. I hope it doesn't affect the quality of the show. I think it'll still be great. Season one is phenomenal, and then we're hearing things like Daredevil Born Again with eighteen episodes, yeah, which is so, such a specific number, very specific number. Yeah. So it, it's it's I'm curious. Are we going back to the way, which, I mean, I don't think we need to. I think the, mm-hmm. the episode structure that we've been kind of doing so far has been super great. Um, so I'm curious where things are going to be. Yeah, no. But I, I I do think for animated, you could get away with a little yeah. bit more because it's, it's a, you're relying on really great animation and, right. and you could really dive into it. But with live action stuff, I really like a 10 episode arc or like a yeah. six episode arc. It just works well. Um, just that helps with the pacing. Yeah. Yeah. You're now, you're giving your writers, give me your 12 best episodes of a show instead of trying to make 24 episodes work, yeah. right? Um, do we know if the original cast for the X-Men from the 90s are coming back to play their characters again? I'm not too sure. Like, I just, I would feel like marvel would do that but i'm I'm not too sure i feel like i feel like i read somewhere that they are yeah but i i can't confirm okay well we know that it's going to have a similar art style to it uh it will be some sort of again computer generated uh cg with it so it's not just going to be 2d animation (laughs) it's going to be a combination very similar to freshman uh, spider-man uh the freshman year um but yeah that concludes our Marvel Studio Animated panel. That, I mean, what a first panel for them. Good for them. Yeah. No, and, and the, it's the only one who came out with their own animated stuff. Yeah, seriously. Uh, not like the next group of people. I'm going to kick it to Mr. Shea, who we're going to talk about Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. That's their song. Give me the beat, boy. Free my soul. Are we going to get sued? No, we could use that. Okay, it was less than seven seconds. Less than seven yeah. seconds. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so Warner Brothers came out, and these showed us things that we have seen before. Um, so they came out and said, hey, we're doing Shazam, and we're doing Black Adam. We're not doing them together, though. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank yeah. you for coming. It was interesting, because this was the one that everyone kept hearing about. I know our friend here, Daniel. Oh, my gosh. Daniel oh, had... Daniel, Daniel, he, Daniel. He had a t-shirt made. He had a flag. He had made. face paint on, and I'm like, yeah, Daniel, Superman's paint. white. You don't have to do face paint. <laughs> like, what? But he had a little curl. I noticed that when he, when I came over to his curl, house, he had a little, a little curl. He's like, curl. oh, this thing? Oh, oops. I, I don't I, know why this happened. I've always had this. <laughs> and, you know, we kept hearing that Henry Cavill's going to show up, and he's going to change the hierarchy of the DC uh, universe. Oh, no, that's sorry. That's The Rock. That's The Rock. Uh, but Henry Cavill's going to come back, and he's going to talk about being Superman for the next 40 years or whatever. Which, which we knew like, from that rumor it's that sketchy. came out. Yeah, he's going to talk about the future of Superman. I'm like, really? Now there's Henry not, Cal- there's now there's a no. fu- now there's a future to Superman. Yeah, but Daniel, but Daniel was hyped. He, yeah. was, Dude, he was, was ready. I was, I was hoping. I was yeah, on, of course. I think it was Reddit or I don't know somewhere. I was Reddit or Twitter, and they had like a picture of Henry Cavill. It's like, look at Henry Cavill's hair. It has the curl. It's getting ready oh. to. He's getting ready oh, to show up man. at the event. And I'm like, no. this guy's just got out of a workout. <laughs> you know, his hair's just curly. He's like, he's like, I have never read a Superman script yeah. in years. Anyways, and you know what's funny though. His, his hair didn't even have the curl in the movie. So no, what are you guys talking about? It didn't, it right? didn't have the curl. He didn't have no. the curl. I he hated curls. His, I didn't like his slick back look. He had curls Superman, though, but it was not like the curl. No, he didn't have the curl. I no. didn't like. I didn't like Superman's hair in, yeah. the, in the movies. It's okay. I mean, maybe that's why he's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no but, curl. I'm out. But uh, 
you know, we, we got we, we got a look at Shazam, the sequel to Shazam, Fury's, Fury of Gods. We had... Um, Fury of the Gods? Yeah, Fury of the Gods. We yeah. had Helen Mirren come out. We no, Helen Mirren did not come out, sorry. We had Lucy, Lucy Liu come, come out. out yeah. But we had Helen Mirren and Rachel Zell... Zell Zeg, Zell Zegler. Zegler. Join via... You know, Zoom, Zoom, I guess, whatever yeah. what they used. But Zoom, they joined and kind of talked about. It. And Helen Mirren said something about like this movie's about pussy power, and yeah, that's you know, it, it got a laugh out of everybody. Yeah. And she's like, she had a great time kicking Sean Levy's ass. Zach Levy's ass. Zach Levy. Sean Levy is the director for yeah, Stranger Things. Man. Why was he? Uh, <laughs> she just put her hand and beating him. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, so that, that was. It was I like, hated Big Fat Liar. <laughs> Good cut. Uh, um, again, yes. You know, it looks more like Shazam, the first one, which we had a good time with. We enjoyed the first film. Yeah. Um, but it, it's funny how quickly this this panel was overshadowed by the next one. But as and we keep going through this, we had the rock show up in the most rock fashion ever. The most yeah. electrifying. Yeah. Pounding back two Zoas as he, as he <laughs> descended upon What's us. His, the most electrifying athlete in sports entertainment he literally came out electrifying yeah. yeah yeah he came out like like he descending from the sky or was he ascending I no he was remember. ascending was he ascending yeah. sorry he ascended he full costume full yeah. costume so on. he did descend because it was full blackout in there okay he rose and then he kind of I, I saw a couple different videos and they were all like different angles yeah. so but yeah okay so he came out lightning was going on people in the crowd had badges that like you know were shining with a lightning yeah. bolt as that well. just happens wherever Dwayne Johnson goes that's though, very true uh, he talked he showed off a little one minute teaser to you know sh- uh, to sorry Black Adam more about the movie talked about it they answered a lot of questions about would you fight Superman and you know they skirted around that subject matter we also got news that Viola Davis is coming back to the DCU uh, as Amanda Waller in Black Adam I'm sure a very small role um, but no Henry Cavill nothing no no Cavill at all no Calaveri no I just so here's the thing with this the the thing that bothers me about the Henry Cavill rumor is that the same outlets that started feeding that yes. feeding the feeding the frenzy were like Henry Cavill is going to show up show up next article Henry Cavill doesn't show up next article fans upset Henry Cavill doesn't show up I'm like you're feeding but you're you feeding this you, it, you created this yeah you know what I mean and like even like I think it was Deadline that first posted that uh. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's going to show up. And I remember Frosty, uh, Collider Frosty, was just like, yeah, he's shooting The Witcher right now in the UK. Like, I don't think he's going to show up. He's not going to show up. And he didn't show At up. At most, if he were to show up, it would be via Zoom. But could you imagine how anticlimactic that would yeah, have been? Yeah, but I, you know, I think back to one of the best Comic-Con panels that we've seen that was super hype was that 2013 panel. After Man of Steel come out, came oh, out, Man of Steel didn't light the world on fire, yeah. but it was still a solid enough base it for, for, I think, general audiences were like, I want more of the Superman. Yeah. We, we really love Man of Steel. Yeah. But when then you have Zack Snyder, that's when Zack Snyder was going to be the leader of the DCU at this point, and he comes out and he, he invites up um, the actor Henry uh, Wernick. Henry Wernick. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it You're up. You're gonna look it up. He invites him up to uh, the to read a line from you know the Bat, uh, the Dark Knight Returns, and then they announce Batman vs Superman. And I I missed that hype. I missed that hype announcement. That and was he, great. It was it Harry Winnick? Henry Winnick? Sorry, I'm still, still loading. Okay, still loading. I but um, you you think when when it comes Harry to, Lennox Harry Lennox when it comes to panels and Comic Con, regardless if you're giving a keynote speech somewhere. You need to add one more thing. Yeah. One more thing. They they did it. Marvel did it, which we'll talk about. But it's like you knew 
going into this, people are waiting to see the future. You have Aquaman and Flash not here at all. You have other things. For the, good the Batman 2, yeah. The Batman 2 announced. It would have been cool to maybe get either, I don't know if it's even written yet, but at least a title, a subtitle, something, something. some type of update. Give us something on the shows. The Harley Quinn show. Like, just give us Joker 2 being yeah. officially announced. Give us give us a little something. And they just left like, okay, here's what you could watch in five months from now. We'll see ya. And it just kind of left like a... There's What's there to be excited about right now in the DC front? It, it gave me the same vibes as when we watched the last Xbox conference where it was like, this is all the stuff that's coming out in a year. And we were like, oh, okay, well, this kind of stuff we knew or we didn't really care about. Yeah. It. So it just it left like a very just, I don't want to say sour taste, but it was a little but sour. You, but you forgot it happened yeah. immediately because a few hours later, Marvel came and just rained fire, hellfire on everybody it, on the it, internet. And they didn't even need to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless they have something planned, which I don't know and I can't speak of, but I'm just saying yeah. maybe they have something planned that they don't want to reveal. Yeah, like another DC fandom? DC fandom yeah. for sure is going to be probably where they, they pop off. But again, kind of should do something. You need you got to bring some type of heat to Comic-Con, yeah. right? You need you need something to get people get the people going as yeah, they say right what we what we did find out though is Zack snyder is coming back to the dc universe in teen titans go yeah as a voice yeah, as a voice <laughs> i don't know why so i mean I, i'm sure all the snyder fans went super hard when we saw that trailer for shazam and it was all intercut with the old footage of yeah. the movie um but i mean jim lee pretty much said it like there's no plans to yeah. kind of go back and he said that i think the day before yesterday yeah, right? and, I, yeah. And, I, and i love i love people who are just like i don't know who jim lee is i, I don't like jim, we don't like jim lee but who is he and you're like I, jim lee is like they, they the, one like, of the most important they sound like terrorists book. at this point yeah. just like it's ridiculous yeah. there's no more it's done yeah. zach doesn't want to come back yeah ben doesn't want to. i come will back. never ever watch an, a zach snyder or dc snyder verse story ever again I don't think anyone okay. is now. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> just put a can't. Yeah. Like, even Aquaman. I don't know. I'm like. Well, we I'm, are going to watch it. I know. We'll review it. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm in a. You don't have to be. It's such a bad taste yeah. in my mouth. Right. With this whole scenario. I just. I don't want to watch weird. it. It's and, weird. And here's the thing, too. Warner Brothers was in a lose lose situation because if they showed Flash yesterday, would people Ooh. have been like, why are you promoting this piece of this, shit? This movie with Ezra Miller? Yeah. They showed Aquaman. Why are you giving thing to a movie that Amber Hurden's like. Yeah. I feel bad for Warner Brothers at I this do. point too, because there there's stuff that they are fully in control of when they can make things happen. Yes, but when it comes to like, let they were trying to make the things that worked in the universe happen <laughs> and work, and now even that's not something. And even the next Wonder Woman, it's like people are like, oh, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, you know, Gal Gadot, ooh, yeah. yeah um, is she gonna sing Imagine in the next one? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you we know, don't know. Like, I, I I wonder now if they're just gonna promote the Flash movie as like a Batman film, like you know, like really drive home michael keaton as a selling point and mm. just shove ezra miller as low to the ground in marketing as possible listen i don't just show fast zooming speed things going around that's it i don't think it's a it's it's a coincidence that batgirl got delayed out of this year and i honestly think it's because it was a, it was supposed to i think happen after the flash and i think warner brothers is really evaluating should we make this a theatrical release? I think there's a possibility that Batgirl becomes a theatrical release and maybe The Flash, they're going to figure something else to do with The Flash because yep. I don't know how you could release that movie right now and do any type of promotion or press for it. Yeah. You know? Crazy. I'm It's it's wild. One cool thing that came out, I guess the day before with Jim Lee was Paul Dano is going to be writing a regular uh, yeah. year one yes. yeah. comic, cool, which is cool. really cool. It's just, it's like he's really invested in the characters so yeah, you it's love cool that, that you, he's going to be able to write yeah. it yeah 
Are you going to be helping out with any of the story points because you're signing up the Riddler today? No. No? You should. You should You should help out. You should be like, I have some great ideas. Uh, well, we we knew that was happening, but we got to see actual panels from the book and everything. Right, right, right. But I mean, yeah. like, to actually have him there with Jim Lee and just talk about it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I can't wait for it. It's going to be six issues. I'm, I'm waiting. I think I'm just going to wait for the collected edition to come out to pick that up because... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. That's yeah, awesome. Okay. But we did. But technically, and this is what's so strange when it comes to Warner Brothers. This is what I want to bring up to you guys. The Sandman is a Warner Brothers character. Yeah. It is a DC character, but it's on Netflix, you know? And we have, you know, the Green Lantern movies coming out this week, the animated film Beware My Power, but it's a direct-to-home release. So I'm just curious. I'm like, I'm surprised that Discovery, or maybe this is what they're planning, when Disney Plus came around, they really reshuffled Marvel and their studios to be like, theatrical and streaming and warner brothers is still the one that it's like okay we have theatrical we have hbo max we own hbo we have things being released directly to home release we have deals that we make with other networks and other studios to develop our stuff i just feel like everything's so scattered with warner brothers where the sandman looks like it's going to be a an incredible show but warner brothers isn't having it on their platform. It's just mm. so strange. And the Sandman could have easily tied to the rest of the DC universe, but it's not because it's its own thing. You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. though he's a DC character and there's characters in Sandman like John Constantine who, or John Constantine who's could show up and right. who's a character in the DC world, right? So Or Swamp Thing. Or, or Swamp Thing, yeah. right? So it's like, it's just so interesting that we can now have DC characters showing up on Netflix, but it's not tied to anything else i suspect these are the things that were planned before even hbo max came around i feel like that's that's the only the only reasoning behind it and now that discovery and warner brothers and discovery have merged and discovery is now kind of like taking charge and you can clearly see they've made their cleaning house they made changes already so it seems like that's the route they want to go it would be the smarter route just to make everything in under one banner and not have to worry about why you know, you have to own Netflix and right. HBO Max to get DC content. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, it just it's um, just interesting. And then I I feel too like with their animated movies, that would make great movies and a great reason to subscribe to HBO Max to 100%. have all of these original movies. That is also something that you put on your platform to fill in spots, right? Because yeah. the DC these DC animated films have been consistent since 2007. Yeah, I used to buy all of them. Yeah, like, same. Started with uh, Superman Doomsday. From there and like public en- Batman Superman Public Enemies, Flash Wonder Woman Paradox, Flash Woman Paradox, all these movies like they're being released at home. I get they probably make more money off it, of it that way, but more people would watch it if it's on their platform. There's no excuse for the animated part because that's something they own. Why would they want? Why would you do such a you know? Why would you yeah. make it a home release when you can put it on your screen streaming right. service? And they have that doesn't make sense. And they have animated shows in development. We know the Batman show. There's an animated show with. Bruce Tim and Matt Reeves being in development. Right. Harley Quinn was technically a DC Universe show. Same with Young Justice. So again, it's all like these weird platforms that they had that I, I think it's going to be a couple years before they really start to consolidate and put everything on a, a proper path, you know? Yeah. Well, enough about DC. Yeah. Let's move on to Marvel Studios panel. I'm going to have Daniel take over. So this panel starts and we kind of, we get... A kind of a look out of what the rest of phase four is going to look like we know what phase four is and we know that it's going to end that was confirmed it's going to end with wakanda forever and i think you know that trailer did close out their show but i think we have to talk about that trailer right now because 
I think out of all the Marvel trailers that we've gotten in the last few years, this is without a doubt one of the most powerful, one of the best looking, and one of the most just awe-inducing trailers for me. I was just blown away, and this is from someone who loved the first Black Panther movie, but I have I was I was in a weird, conflicted place of being excited for a second movie because obviously we lost Chadwick. This trailer is both a uh, of like such a, a love and celebration of Chadwick and also a continuing of that universe. Uh, what did you guys think of the trailer? This was, this is not only one of the best Marvel trailers, but it's one of the best trailers in a very, very long time. Like it, it was phenomenal. The, the art style, the, the emotions that this trailer evoked, like Angela Bassett's speech in the middle of that trailer was so powerful. That's the part that I kind of kept rewinding and watching again because she's she's giving it her all in that moment. And I'm I might be a wreck during that actual scene yeah. when I watch it. But this movie looks beautiful. The visuals are stunning. It really feels like Kugler took everything that he learned from making the first movie and all his other projects and then just amped it up. Right. He's he's coming full swing with this one and it looks phenomenal. I think I think this is going to be a, a an amazing movie. It's it's interesting again. Like this movie's coming out this year. It has a very like it, it kind of gave me Avatar vibes as well too because yeah. a lot of like the the presence of the underwater world and things like that. Um, that transition from Bob Marley's like uh, No Woman No Cry into All Right by Kendrick Lamar was such like a perfect just transition and yeah. hype. So this this trailer was so hype and exciting, but also so emotional because we did get to see a mural of Chadwick. So clearly they are taking it as T'Challa has passed away, and we learned that from the synopsis as, as well. Anthony, what were your reactions to that and the trailer? Um, yeah, the trailer was really well done. I think for me, it was the emotional reaction. I think that's what really kind of took over when I saw the trailer. It's just, you know, this was a story that Chadwick was supposed to be in, and it's very emotional. Like, you, you know he passed away so young, and he was the Black Panther, and they're continuing a story without him. And you can see it in the, the the characters that are represented in this film that that actually that it's affected them as well. Right. And it and you can see that they want to honor Chadwick and deliver great performances for this for this right. movie and and honor uh, him that and way. honor him that way. So it was a really an, an emotional reaction for me to yeah. to to watch it. And I don't know again we don't know much about the story who the Black Panther is. Is it Letitia? Is it is it Lupita? Who knows? We don't know. We know it's a female. We know it's a female because yeah. the costume looks and that poster we got as well poster. too. Um, but yeah, man, it looks pretty cool. We have Namor. Yeah, I don't know about Namor. Like I, when I picture Namor, I don't know if I pictured that Namor as like this Aztec type of character. Right. But yeah, we get Namor in this, uh, which is it's fitting. Just because of the storylines in the comic books, yeah. with um, the first mutant, technically, right? Exactly, and Wakanda and Namor, yeah. together. Um, Atlantis and Wakanda. Wakanda which, they, they we're getting these nations war, now, you know, right? Um, but it yeah. looks like he's going to flood Wakanda as well, too, right? At some point, which he did in uh, Avengers versus X Men, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. But like, just the the dance choreography in the beginning really kind of like connected with me. And yeah, you're right. The Bob Marley and and uh, Kendrick Lamar, that mix-up, that mashup, just fit for this yeah. trailer. It was really, 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 really well done. Yeah, um, beautiful, beautiful work. Beautiful work. Uh, so we learned that Phase Five is kicking off in 2023, and the first film in that uh, 
in that phase is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So we, there was a look. We didn't get the trailer for this yet. It's coming out in February. They did uh, a scissor reel. They did a scissor reel. Yeah. So apparently there was a look at MODOK in the trailer. We got Cassie Lang in the suit. And obviously Kang is going to be one of his variants. Uh, they did dub uh, phase four, five, and six, the multiverse saga. So I think things are going to get even crazier for the next couple of movies, next couple of years with the multiverse guardians of the galaxy volume three. So we saw a teaser. Maria Bakalova is Cosmo, uh, the dog, which is perfect because, um, she has a, obviously the perfect like accent for is Cosmo, but also just, she was so great in Borat. And I think she kind of stole our hearts in that movie as well. Definitely, too. Definitely. So it's so amazing to see her like go on the big screen. Like this is going to be huge for her. And uh, Chuck Wooji, uh, uh, Chuck Woody Awuji is going to be the high evolutionary who we've last saw him in Peacemaker, who he was fantastic in that show. So now we get to see him now in the Guardians universe. And he came out in costume as well, too, which was really funny. Uh, we got updates on what shows we can look forward to, to next year, the live action shows. So obviously Echo, which is shooting now, season two of Loki and Agatha Coven of Chaos, which was called house of harkness before yeah so it got a new name to agatha coven of chaos so that's all going to be on disney plus next year's shows and then the theatrical releases for phase five include the marvels which we know about captain america new world order which is uh now we don't have to call it captain america 4 anymore it's captain Thank america you. new world order which is funny because that's the name of the episode as well for the first episode of falcon and the winter mm -hmm. soldier so they're using that name it was right under our noses this whole time and then uh, we're going to get a Thunderbolts movie, which is going to be releasing in 2024, November 2024. Yeah. Which, amazing. I'm, I'm like, who's going to be on this team? Like, who's going to be on this Thunderbolts team? They The synopsis says it's going to be new characters. We'll probably see, like, John Walker. We'll probably see Elena. We'll probably see a lot of characters that we've already been introduced to. And then, who knows where it's going to go from here. Are we going to get a Red Hulk, though? Well, uh, he passed away, right? Like, it was yeah. The, the, uh, what was his name? Uh, what the actor played uh, uh william the, uh the, oh my God. No, william, william hurt william, william hurt, hurt. Yeah. yeah he passed away so i was always i was wondering like is he because he is you know thunderbolts is thunderbolt ross and yeah named after him named after him so is are they gonna kind of do a homage to him and is he gonna be dead in this world is right. he not or i don't know but that'd yeah. be cool Red yeah Hulk. well at least we know julia uh, louise dreyfus is going to be most likely leading this team as well yeah. too um and then big news which we were talking a little bit earlier daredevil born again which is also based on a, a comic book series an 18 episode season with charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio returning and it's going to be streaming on disney plus spring of 2024 daredevil is back Shay, how are you feeling about this? Look, I absolutely loved the Marvel Daredevil series that we got on Netflix. Um, except for like you know the last, the second season, I think it was a little rough. Second season had was had its ups and downs. Third down. season, I, I I started watching and it was okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this still Charlie Cox is, is Daredevil as, as Matt Murdock is is just brilliant casting. He's yeah. so good in it, and Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin is phenomenal too. I hope we get the other cast back, Deborah and Wolf, and the guy from Mighty Ducks Mighty Ducks yeah. Foggy name Foggy Nelson but I yeah. can't remember his name now and I'm, I'm so sorry that's not right of me uh, we'll get the name soon yeah um, but yes phenomenal I, uh, 18 episodes crazy I wonder if they're going to do 30 minute 40 minute long episodes what it's going to be but um, it looks like a cool rebranding it looks like in the She-Hulk show he's Elden uh, Elden Henson Elden Henson yeah wow 
Yeah. Almost as interesting of a name as Foggy Nelson. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's close. Uh, it's very close. Yeah. Um, you know, in the um, in the She-Hulk show, we're, we're getting him in that, you know, yellow and red kind of suit. Yeah. And then in Spider-Man Freshman Year, we're going to see him as well. Yeah. We're so getting a lot of Daredevil. A lot of Daredevil. So there's no shortage of that. I mean, it sucks that we got to wait till 2024, but we got a lot to keep our appetites full. Until yeah. Then. And, and we know that Daredevil is also going to sh- be showing up in other things that they haven't announced yet. So. Yeah. Uh, it'd be cool, and it'd be cool to see. This most likely is going to be its own continuity, so they may borrow some stuff from the um, the Netflix series. But I feel like that's going to be like its yeah. Own I feel like they, they can get away with almost yeah. just ignoring yeah most just, of it. They just we just want Daredevil in this world. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're getting Daredevil. Anthony, how are you feeling? Cool. Yeah, I, I love Daredevil. I'm not big on Charlie cox as daredevil but i do like daredevil as a character nice um i'm interested to see how they do his character now yeah with you know with a more you know marvel-esque look to it and yeah and have him actually jump from a skyscraper down without yeah. having hurt himself yeah he uh <laughs> so he has a bit of a different uh costume when we saw it in She-Hulk, do we not? Yeah, Didn't it, it look more it, like black and red? Well, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. I, said, I thought it was yellow. It, it, yeah. Yellow. It's yeah, yellow. it was like a yellow and red type of... Yeah. Which is the yellow and red. Like yeah. the, with the comic book Daredevil yes. too, we saw that too. Right? Uh, and Born Again, I don't know if you guys read it. It's an interesting yeah, tale. It's Frank of, Miller, right? It's Frank Miller and David yeah. Mazzuccelli who who created that story, who kind of created this insanity version of, of, of Daredevil and he goes down this path. So I'm interested to see if that's where they're going to go with it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, looks... I'm all for Daredevil. Yeah. And now he's back. And he's back. And again, 18 episodes, a very interesting number of episodes to order. Yeah. And I'm hoping that since Disney is now a lot more open to mature content, make this a mature rated show because mm-hmm. you could uh, you could do that now. And then we thought that was, you know, that was great. That was enough already to just keep us entertained. And then Marvel had to say, you know what? Let's talk about phase six. So right off the bat, we got Fantastic Four hits theaters on November 8th, 2024. Production kicks off next year. Um, and it's going to be introducing, obviously, Marvel's most iconic family. I think we'll hear more about the cast come D23 for this film. Because, I mean, you will have to hear who's directing this movie and who's starring in it at this point. But um, November 2024, I think we all predicted that it's going to be a 2024 movie. I think having the four in the year is also just a part of a that marketing thing. thing. You just see it in the trailer, the four coming in and then right. staying there, right? Really excited for that. And then we got probably the biggest announcements of the night the uh it's gonna be avengers the kang dynasty is gonna be opening up in theaters may 2nd 2025 and avengers secret wars for november 7th 2020 five five <laughs> <laughs> yeah not not we didn't we didn't we didn't miss it right 2020 yeah, yeah. it already happened what yeah you think? <laughs> may and november the same year we're getting two avengers movies it's not gonna happen I don't think it's going to happen one bit. I yeah. definitely think they're going to push this to the next May. Considering that we only sh- got shown three films in phase six, by D23, this is going to be like, and expand. And then it'll be like, oh, this is actually coming out here and there. It'll probably be like, I, I, I can't see them doing what they did with the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions, where they did no. the same year, like just a few months I, apart. I, it, Literally the same months as yeah. well, May and November. And, I, and I, think, I think, too, when we look at Marvel's track record in the last couple of years, obviously, bef- even before COVID, once you factor in a Spider-Man movie, once you factor in whatever's going to get announced this September, because there's still eight more projects to announce for these phases, um, things are going to move around. Oh, yeah. So I, want, I do not 
anticipate these movies releasing the same year at all because i think it's silly did, too imagine if they did stick their landing like that'd be like whoa good for you guys good well, for like, Marvel. Yeah, like it's always it always takes one right it only yeah. takes one so who knows if they but get it, a director and we know it's not we Russo, know it's not the russo's Russo yeah no uh but it's it's interesting because kevin feige said no they're not directing the, this movie but it's not he didn't say that they're not ever coming back to marvel no yeah, no. he said they want to find a project to work yes. together with them. so that's yeah. interesting because there's they're they're not done yet yeah oh, i believe that I, yeah. I believe the russos will always wonder and venture back into the marvel yeah. world they've directed four of their most X-Men successful movies you know like so yeah. um but yeah like who who knows if they get a director who can do it who do you guys think it's going to be also also what are these movies like we know obviously kang is going to be showing up everywhere secret wars is its own entire thing i hope like, it's, i hope it's not taiko Watiti. I don't think I it'd think be Taika. I don't think it'd be no, Taika's busy with Taika's with, Ta- Taika's with Star so Wars. And I, I wonder if it's a directing duo. Like, I wonder if it's going to be a duo of directors again. It would have to be a movie that really, like, was surprising to Marvel. Because the Russo brothers, when they did, you know, Winter Soldier and then they did Civil War, that's really, that really put them on a pedestal. So yeah. what director in the past two years who done who's done a Marvel film really put themselves up there in terms of... We've got a few. I mean, and then you had your. Uh, you mentioned somebody yesterday to me. Who did I mention to you yesterday? Coogler. Uh, oh, Ryan Coogler. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'd be interested to see if it's Ryan Coogler, but I also think that that would be probably five years of his life just on these two movies, and, 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 and shooting and, and everything. And right? I feel like he's like, for him, Black Panther is a personal project. Yeah. yeah. So he he wants to continue that. I mean, as of right now, and I don't think this is the person that's going to be doing it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Peyton Reed is one of the longest running. Yeah. In the he, moment, you know, in the MCU. Tr- first to complete a trilogy of movies. Yeah. So right? it's it's interesting to see that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just someone that hasn't done a Marvel film yet either, because that is something that could be possible too. Christopher Nolan's coming in right off of if you think about it, J- Joss Whedon kind of came in and did the Avengers, Avengers film yeah. after not having done any previous film. Now that version of Marvel compared to this version of Marvel we're in right now, very different. Yeah. So who knows where they go with this? Maybe it's Kevin Feige. Maybe he's going to direct. Them. Maybe he's just like, you know what guys, I'm tired of just being the producer. I'm going to, I'm going to direct it. I'm going to direct it now. Uh, who fine, would you I'll want myself? If you could, okay, and not Christopher Nolan because he's not easy. Are not going to do this. Are we talking from the pool of directors now? Of available directors. Oh, man. And Christopher Nolan would never do this because it's no. too much CG. Well, he doesn't know CG. He's going to turn them into mutants. And he's <laughs> like, I want to actually blow up this building. Yeah, this it's going to be a billion dollar movie. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, I honestly, I'm, I'm trying to think who could, who could direct these movies and I, the, the Russo brothers were the ones I immediately went to, but I'm also thinking, okay, let's look at the movies and that what we've had so far in see uh, in phase four, Joseph Kaczynski. Yeah. I was gonna say it's Joseph Kaczynski, but he hasn't directed a Marvel movie, but like, would we see him come in here? I feel like they would want someone who has some type of CG background. Like, I don't think John Favreau would come back and do this. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Who knows? I mean, there's there's such a like I'm looking at this list of you know directors. Obviously, we had Adam Bilal who did Miss um, Marvel. We had like that their directing duo. Who knows where they kind of go down the path of? I I, I think I'm just. I don't want to know until like they announce it. Like I don't want to guess because I don't want to. I want to be surprised by whoever they say. Yeah, Yui Bowl is coming to direct. Oh my it. god. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like we'll have to know probably soon because they're going to twenty. Three? By next year, we'll yeah. know because they're going to start shooting this movie most likely next year in twenty in twenty four, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's, like it's, they're going to probably in, shoot back to back as well. Exactly, right? they would have to. 
we we I know we were talking about like time and how old we would be, but it's 2025. These films are supposed yeah. to come out, so we're we're in 2022. That's only three years to make these yeah. movies. Like and they're in usually pre-production takes, right now. <laughs> it usually takes two years to make yeah. an Avengers style movie. Yeah, um, like and the script should be pretty much done. Two of them back to back, and the yeah. script is pretty much done. Should we don't, be, should be at least at least somewhere at the end. We don't know who's writing it. Process. We don't even know who the Avengers are, right? We don't who who would. And I think we were talking about this yesterday. Who would be the Avengers for this phase? You know, I I said Shang Chi would be yeah, one Shang of them. Yeah, Shang Chi for we sure. She Hulk or the Hulk? I don't know if the Hulk is what's he doing. And see, this is what I find Thor. interesting about this. You know, the next four or five, six phases here is that we're not getting that many sequels to the existing characters. I mean, Ant Man for sure, obviously, because yes, that's the third film, and we had uh, Doctor Strange. I think, but Shang Chi, we we don't see a sequel for that in the next three phases upcoming yeah or which not that's not, not that's announced, announced you know so it's interesting to see that like we're getting the marvels which will at least include include miss marvel uh but what about moon knight like are we going to see a second season of moon knight is he going to be in a movie i like, think i think next steps for all of these characters like amon Vellani, obviously we know he's going to be in the marvels i think the purpose of their shows was to tee them up to now appear in movies and i think the next time we're going to see moon knight the next time we're going blade. to see blade I, I, mean, I think we'll see Moon Knight and Blade. Yeah, I think definitely. we can see. It. I think we'll get that's, Ghost Rider teased in Blade because we know Blade is coming out next November. Yeah, right. That's the 2023 movie I was trying to think about, and then Thunderbolts is 2024. Um, I think we'll see Moon Knight show up in Blade because like, yeah. hey, we know who he is. We know what he's all about. Here's here, the next thing. Now he is here, and I think the the shows were just mostly a springboard to sh- show up in the movies right. and people be like, I know who these people are. Do you think Blade is an Avenger with his samurai sword? Maybe. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? But yeah, I mean, Marvel, again, just coming out and being like, this is what we got. We'll see you in September for more. And it's like, who knows what's going to come in September? D23 is going to be nuts, man. It's going to be crazy. They're going to show the first trailer for uh, Secret Wars there. <laughs> they haven't filmed it yet. <laughs> they didn't though. even show us the Kang Dynasty yeah, yet. Yeah, no. Definitely, like, if they are going to be doing a Secret Wars, they got to have Spider-Man and the Hulk. Yeah, and Black Suit Spider-Man. Because that's where he gets the, the sure. symbiote, yeah. right? Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. He gets so, his suit that way. But it's a big like, movie. And then where do the Spider-Man movies factor into all of this, right? So we don't have any on the Sony's books doing yet. their own press conference soon, I think. Probably, uh, yeah. Sony, Sony, Sony Con? Con? Yeah. yeah, Sony Con. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> that's it. That's all the Comic-Con. That's that all we've ever got. all Comic-Con. Comic-Con. Anything else? For real? We got everything? I think we got okay, everything. Cool. We got everything. So moving on to our last news story. We're talking about directors. Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans, to world premiere at TIFF, his first appearance at the fest. This is coming from Zach Schraff of Variety. That's crazy. Like uh, To think, like, TIFF's been around for so many years. This is his first time here. First time at TIFF, yeah. Thanks, Steven. Steven, Sp- <laughs> Steven Spielberg <laughs> is set to make his first ever appearance at the Toronto International Film Festival with the world premiere of The Fablemans. The Oscar winner's latest is billed as a deeply personal portrait of 20th century American childhood. Spielberg based the film on his own early years and co-wrote the script with his Lincoln, Munich, and West Side Story screenwriter, Tony Kushner. The official synopsis for the movie from TIFF reads, The Fablemans is a coming-of-age story about a young man's discovery of a shattering family secret and an exploration of the power of movies to help us see the truth about each other and ourselves. The Fablemans ensemble cast includes Michelle Williams, Paul Dano, Seth Rogen, Gabriel Labelle, Gianni Berlin, Julia Butters, Robin Bartlett, Keeley 
Karsten and Judy Hirsch. The film is produced by Christy Maschako, Krieger, Spielberg, and Kushner. It's a lot of names. Sorry, about No, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's very much like Belfast, like I find, right? It's like it's like a story about his life, but it's not him, right? It's not like, is, is a kid named Steven? No. Yeah. No, but it does look like Steven Spielberg. Right? He does have similar, like, eyes and, like, the, the just the face. It feels like, oh, that, that could be a young Spielberg. Yeah. So Everyone's... It, you know, it does kind of dive into, I guess, his story of growing up and finding movies and making movies his passion. Right. But that, uh, I think the the question is, what's that family shocking event that kind of puts him, like, is Steven Spielberg adopted? <laughs> Are they going to reveal that in a movie? Which is not, but, you know, like, there are, there are biographies, but, yeah. like, yeah, what is the shocking... What is that event? Yeah, yeah, and I mean it, it's 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 interesting, right? So I'm I'm curious to see what this is going to be, and for it to be at TIFF, that's huge. So hopefully we'll be able to watch it and review it and meet Steven and then hang out with him. And, Are you going to do your impression? Anthony? You know, what's my impression of Steven Spielberg? Oh, when you meet like him? theaters and yeah, you you had a you have infamous like for the, for oh the old God, time I fans. Re- I don't I don't remember old time fans of the show. What what was it? Well, I can't do it. It was a you thing. I don't even know. Yeah, I, dude, it, you're talking like that was that was like two years ago. That was like 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. I'm a different person now. <laughs> you are. I don't even my remember. my impression is different now. Oh, what would your impression now be? I don't know. Oh, I am well, Steven I'm Spielberg. I am no. <laughs> yeah, Steven Spielberg. That's, that's great. Spot on. Spot on. <laughs> Spot on impression. Uh, yeah, we'll wait. Wait for that one in a couple, two months before TIFF. Less than two months. Yeah, and Wild. it's pretty cool. It's gonna world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. It looks like this is a movie that he is going to be pushing towards the Oscars. So yeah, it's it's, it's his Belfast. Can you, you know? imagine like he wins an Oscar best directing yeah. of himself? Yeah. That's like that's a whole nother level of Spielberg. Spielberg, a hundred percent. Um, I'm going to kick it to Shay for some box office. Box office. Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got a lot of information for the box office, uh, you know, of, of this weekend. Nope. nope. Opened up this weekend. It did. And it opened to 44 million. Less than what they anticipated at around 50. Um, but it's still still pretty good. Uh, Get Out opened to 33, and Us had opened to 71 million. So yeah. definitely a, a bit of a, you know. Yeah, Us also had the, the horror movie factor coming off of Get Out, yeah. and it was coming out, I think, in a really good time where this is very much a summer blockbuster. Yeah. And I think Nope's going to be fine, though. Yeah, I think it's Nope's going to be fine, well. too. And the budget was 68 million. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, it'll be opening up internationally mid-August, though, so we won't be getting those worldwide numbers for a little while. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, Thor Love and Thunder dropped to 22.1 million. It has about 598 million worldwide so far. I'm curious if it's going to get to Ragnarok level, which was about 853 million. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't think so. Yeah. But it also, to factor in as well, Ragnarok had China and Russia, where Thor, Love and Thunder don't have those. So it's still obviously doing fine, but it's not taking the world by storm no yeah but the big chunk of box offices yeah, yeah. minions the rise of grew uh, is at 17.7 million and worldwide so far about 640.2 million it's been out for four weeks already four weeks Jeez. yeah not good for right? the minions good for those good for them good for them blubbering little banana bitches yeah <laughs> yeah 
uh, were the Crawdads sing at 10.33 million, and it beat Top Gun Maverick just by a hair. Just by a Crawdad. Just by a Crawdad. Yeah. Just by a single Crawdad. <laughs> crawdad leg. Crawdad leg. Um, now, interesting about Top Gun Maverick, though, is that it has not made less than 10 million in a single weekend since its release. God damn. Which is nuts. Like, this movie came out four years ago now, I think, at this point. Biggest surprise like. of the year. Huge. In terms of the box office success. The domestic take it's doing in this week to week beat Avengers. It's beat everything pretty much so far. Titanic for domestic, unreal. So yeah, that's crazy. I'm curious to see. You know, by the time we get to watch it at home, I think next year, twenty twenty five. I think when we watch Secret Wars, yeah, the day we'll finally be home release. We'll be in in our wheelchairs and we're like, hey guys, look. Wait, do you plan on being in a wheelchair in three years? Um. From old age, not from like an accident. Hopefully. No, yeah, just from old age. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be like how old in 2025? 94. 94. Yeah. Or Anthony's favorite year, 95. 95, yeah. great year. Great. 95 is a great year. Great year. What movies came out in 95, Anthony? I don't want to tell you. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's not get it. Thank you, Shay, for the box office announcements. Hey, no problem. Let's move on to some trailers. 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 We have. A lot of trailers, some of them that we've actually just talked about. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Black Adam, uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Lord of the Rings, The Ring of Power, John Wick 4, I Am Groot, which I forgot to mention is was part of that animated Oh, it was panel. part of the animated panel. You're um, right, yes. But because we've been seeing so much of it, yeah. it's like and, and it's, it's like coming a short. out tomorrow. Yeah. Or next week. It's or in, August eleventh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's like there's like a few minute long short films. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not like a big, big thing. Uh, Teen Wolf, the movie, movie. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, Don't Worry Darling, which is the um, Olivia Olivia Wild, Wild uh, movie, Not Okay, Halloween Ends, Mystic Quest Season 3, The Sandman, Last of Us Part 1, and Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, we included here, even though we didn't get uh, the trailer for it, this is showing exclusively in theaters in front of nope i'm assuming in imax only yeah and it has a live countdown to the actual release of the movie next year which i thought was pretty cool like it's always it's such also, a nolan like thing to do with time 100 and, days of like it says like the time like that 100 days 25 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah all of that yeah so it's crazy to think that like again nolan loves starting the marketing campaign a year early we got that first poster which literally it lit the world on fire, but it didn't really do much for us in terms of it being yeah. like an. Like when you think of Nolan's posters, he usually has something really iconic looking. Yeah, this one was just like, oh, okay, oh. It just it looks like a wildfire, even though it's a bomb going. And on. we kind of saw the trailer. We did. Uh, we we saw the pirated version. Yeah, of we trailer. saw we saw a, a post that somebody did where right. uh, we didn't. I, I didn't watch it. Yeah, you didn't watch it. No, no, it did. No, I don't want to watch it. Like Christopher Nolan's trailer, I want to watch it properly. Do you but think like, it's going to release? So you don't At want home? me to say what it what it's about? Like I want to talk about the trailer though. Well, what are you gonna say about the trailer? It reminded me of like Mank, the the, the Netflix, show. <laughs> the Netflix <laughs> movie. movie. It I'm just did. It just because it, like my my thing is uh, like the story of Oppenheimer is the guy who built the atomic bomb. So what is the story you're gonna tell me? What what is something I didn't know about? Oppenheimer that's gonna really shock the shit right. out of me. Yeah. And I think that's and just like Mank, which was based on the guy who wrote uh the Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane and it was shot in black and white. What are you gonna tell me in this story that really connects with me? And, right. I, and when I saw that I kinda got vibes and it looks beautiful because it's shot in IMAX. 
But what are you going to tell me with Oppenheimer that is so earth shattering that I'm going to really be interested in this film? I think I think to the, to your point, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I'm the same way, but I'm also going into it like with with all Nolan movies, where it's like, okay, what can you? What's Nolan's take on a World War II movie or Tenet or you know like Dunkirk, which I was saying? I think if it was any other director, no one would be talking about this movie. But right. because it's Christopher Nolan, and Christopher Nolan wanted to do this movie, and Christopher Nolan has this he's a genre within himself at this point where people will show up and a movie like dunkirk will make over 700 million dollars right or you'll have a movie like interstellar doing crazy numbers because people love nolan i think nolan's gonna bring something big to this movie i he's gonna he's probably gonna set off a nuclear bomb somewhere you know like he's there's there's gonna be a lot and you're gonna know that this movie is going to deliver i think in the way it's edited, the way it's going to probably be non-linear, the way the effects and the action is going to be, there's probably going to be a lot to it. And whole, whole you think there'll be a lot of action? I think so, yeah. Really? I don't think this is just a Nolan drama. I think this is going to be so you think something that's going to have drama. Like World War II style yeah. storyline to it. It's not just Oppenheimer, oh, no. I'm doing the mathematical equations to build no, an atomic like bomb. It's, it's going to be more Dunkirk than it is Imitation Game. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's going to be... You sure about that? I think so. Okay. But again, I could be wrong, but I also look at a movie like Intimidation Game, and that movie was very engaging to watch, right? Oh, Imitation Game? Huh? Imitation Game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was an Intimidation yeah, Game. It, 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 oh my, <laughs> I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what movie was that? Imitation Game. Imitation Game. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be more Dunkirk in terms of, right, there's still going right, to be right. big action to it, but it's also going to be engaging that way, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? Um, another trailer, Halloween Ends. I... I was really disappointed by this trailer. Really? Yeah, I did not. Here. I I saw this trailer and I thought, what an oddly edited. Again, I, thinking about it even more now compared to the Black Panther trailer we just got, what a weirdly edited trailer, where it was just like, okay, we're having a face off between you know Jamie Lee Curtis and Mask Man Michael Myers. And it's like I just I was like, this just feels more like Halloween Kills, and like it didn't really do anything for me to get excited for this movie it was messy it was just a really weird i just found it really weirdly edited where it didn't it wasn't building anything it was just like oh let's just fight 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 and then i i I dug the trailer this is so weird like i i reminded me of the first one like i hope i I hope it's more just in terms of less campy of the second one but i'm I don't know. I'm down for Michael Myers to see where this last story goes. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get, we're gonna get time jump in this one too. Which yeah, hope should have been the so, last one. Like, too. what was the time jump? Like, do we know? I think they said it was I think, five years. Was it five years? Man. Oh, I thought it was like the year after. Maybe it's the year after. I don't know. I couldn't. Again, the trailer doesn't do a good job of telling us. So, uh, let's see. Let's see what happens. You know, uh, Mythic Quest season three looks great. Looks like more Mythic Quest. Excited for that. Excited for that. Um, don't worry, darling. Don't worry. It looks great too. Looks great trailer. Really good. Yeah, really cool trailer. Olivia uh, Wilde is put it, painting this picture of like Black Mirror meets like the fifties. Yeah, and it, I don't know is does it take place in our time or does it take place in that time? Yeah, it's it's an interesting dynamic with with the characters and Chris Pine. Cool. Very like psychological thriller. hundred percent. I hope it just like Stepford Wives type of thing. Yeah, but yeah. I just hope it's not Stepford Wives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stepford also, Wives, man, like that that movie was like really big though. Like, yeah. I remember the well, the casting for it, for it right? Um, four years in between. Four years? Okay. Four years, Pretty yeah. Pretty close, yeah. So um, just five minus the one. That five you, minus the one, we were there right. There we go. Um, the Last of Us Part 1 got its a look we got a look at that which a was like gameplay a gameplay look yeah a 10 minute look at that mm-hmm. uh i was going to mention to you guys there's been a lot of controversy 
over the pricing of this. And we have uh, Case Kirby, who's a friend of the show, uh, wrote into us as we were recording this right now to ask us what our thoughts are with the $70 price of The Last of Us Part 1. I'll get you to start us off if you have any thoughts on it about like do you think do you think it's worth the seventy dollars? So one of the things that you and I have discussed predominantly on the show is games are underpriced. It's true. We we talk about the amount of work that gets put into them, the amount of everything else that's done with them. At the end of the day, seventy dollars is definitely a lot. Or is it sixty dollars in the states, seventy dollars here? I don't know how it works. I think yeah, it's seventy dollars in the states and eighty bucks here. here. Okay. Yeah. Regardless of that thing, if you really want to play something, if you really want it you'll put that money towards right. it, right? You, at the end of the day, speak with your wallet. I think the 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 animation that's redone, I think all the gameplay mechanics that are redone, it doesn't seem like they just went into a program and said up-res. Yeah, or it looks this like is not command, GTA. Command no, save. This is not res. GTA. This, yeah. yeah, command save .ps5 file. Yeah. Like, this seems like almost like a rebuild of the whole game. Along that, you're getting accessibility features that won awards in last of us part two yeah and now they've taken that even a step further. they have like described audio in it too now which is something that we've never really seen in a game before right and i imagine the complexity behind creating something like that is there too so i think games whatever game it is usually it's priced fairly enough i think yeah. we're always getting a steal on them no matter what um because of the amount of years and hours that we can put into a game so right. i think it's fine i think it's justified but again i know i'm in the minority of this right but people will speak with their wallet why are you in the minority i i don't know i because i, I guess we're right because we're right because <laughs> you look you look online and everyone is upset about paying money for don't something don't buy it yeah i agree 100 percent with and you. that's where i'm at with it where i'm like Again, this is again. Sometimes I'll have a very reductionist look at things, where it's just like so black and white to me. Where it's right. like, okay, if you don't think something's worth seventy dollars for you, then don't buy don't it. Don't buy it. Move on. Nobody yeah. said playing video games is a cheap hobby. Playing yeah. video games and buying video games is expensive. But you should know that when you look at the caliber of games, especially coming out of PlayStation right now, from Sony Santa Monica, from Naughty Dog, from Insomniac, from Sucker Punch, from all of their studios, you're getting something pretty extraordinary yeah and the last of us one of the most celebrated games of all time is getting remade for ps5 it's again it's not like it's not even what remastered was no. on ps4 where that was like yeah we're going to use the power of the ps4 more yeah. and that came that out was less up-res. than a year later yeah. this is a full remake you see it in the character models you see it in the animation right you see it in the look and the mechanics of the game especially from that 10 minute video that we got this isn't just a lazy port no which for me and for us being Nintendo fans, we've seen ports that are just like, yeah, literally, we're going to save it from here <laughs> dot and make switch. it playable and, and dot switch, right? Yeah. This is something that is being remade. So again, if you don't think it's worth it for you, if you don't want to pay it, no one's forcing you to. The PS3 version is forever there. The PS4 version is there. There are very cheap ways of playing it. They're part of the PS Plus collection. Yes. You can play it that way. This isn't a version there for newcomers to the game, newcomers to this world, people who didn't play it 10 years ago, people who love the series and want to experience it the best way. This is what it's there. It won't always be $70. We no. know this this video games go on sale. So if you want to wait for sale, you can. Yeah. But if you want to play at the beginning, then that's what that's supporting the price the of entry. That's what the price of entry is. This is what supporting a studio is. This is voting for your wallet. This is supporting the people who make the games that you love. Right? Exactly that. I mean, again, you're getting one of the best stories, one of the best experiences that we've ever had. Yes, you've played it before, but now you're going to be playing it in a different way. And if you think that's worth your time and money, pay for it. Yeah. If you think that's not worth your time and money, 
don't pay for it. It's as easy as that. Yeah. But complaining about it. Yeah. Or getting mad at people who are excited for it or people who are weird. buying it. Look after yourself, man. Yeah, Look, man. Don't worry about other people. Like, it, it's just, I mean, obviously, we know the console wars are ridiculous as they are. Stupid. But, like, any, any weird, like, brand loyalty yeah. wars are really weird in my own yeah. opinion. But, like, just let people be yeah let them buy the game let them enjoy the game yeah and this is and again this is we're talking about the last of us but this applies to every single game every single console if it's something that you find value in then you'll find value in it and then paying that 70 dollars, i look at it as i i spend 20 dollars for a two-hour movie yeah you know to spend 80 bucks on a game that's going to be 10 to 15 hours that i get to replay and have and do whatever i want in that world that's that's not a big barrier venture for myself and that's yeah. the way i look at it and we're not we're not snobs in the sense of we're like, snobs we are snobs yeah, no, no but we we I'm love kidding. like we're, we're we're like daniel you and i recently got uh internal hard drives for a ps5 we did yeah yeah it was a big thing all over the internet people were tweeting about it uh, yeah. i think there was an article on variety yeah about us getting gizmodo our, actually gizmodo gizmodo made one. Us, yeah. anthony was a little upset about it obviously he didn't want to be part of the internal ps5 gang yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, but that's like it all. It sums up what you want to do with your your money, right? Like you right. wouldn't do things that I would do with mine, and no. I wouldn't do things that I would. You, yeah, exactly. You do, right? No, you're like, absolutely right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you turn that into a much more positive thing than I was yeah. going for. So I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it like we we now want to put these games on our PS5s and play them the way that the PS5 can play these games. Right. So we're going to put our money towards that and, yeah. and invest in it. And, and and it's like, we like it. We want support. And I know the same for you, Anthony. I was going to get you to jump in here with, uh, with your thoughts on it. Yeah. Like this is not a game that's new, right? So if you don't want to spend that $70, it eventually will be on sale. And it's not like you're losing out because you've already played it in a sense. Right. And you, you say, if you don't want to put all that money up front, you wait for it to be like 29 bucks right and that's maybe the price point you feel like the game was worth it um but like my grandmother always had like this saying like it costs what it costs and right and if it mean makes sense to you then you invest your money into it right. and i think yeah. for us you know if you watch that that five or ten minute video on youtube on how they built this game this is like built from the ground up like yeah. they're giving you a lot of stuff this is not the gta remaster this is not the, the trilogy remaster the trilogy right? yeah. remaster it's this is really they've invested their time they actually took the time to make this video this feature ad on how they made this game and i think that investment really says a lot about why this game is worth that 75 bucks. I, I agree with you you know and maybe for that week or the two weeks that are leading up to it, if you really invested in it don't don't save 75 dollars. save it right now yeah. that's something that you really are passionate about save five bucks you a know? week and you could probably have close to the amount <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah. Now, we're, now we're telling people how to or trade in spend, yeah, them, spend the money trade in, <laughs> trade in some of your old games yeah. and maybe get yeah some credit but, but again you see why like they they're releasing this because guess what there's the last of us hbo show that's coming out next year and they want to have a version of this game out there so for people who get in love, fall in love with the show Right. Don't fall in love with the game. Look again. We were talking about The Walking Dead earlier this episode. The Walking Dead was the comic book series inspired the show, which was a global phenomenon, which then lit the fire of the sales of the comic books on fire. Like it went crazy for people trying to get the Walking Dead comic books because they love the show and they want to support the series. They want to read the books, see where the story goes, see how it differs. Right. Right. The same thing is going to happen with this. Right. Yeah. There and we have a new version of it. Yeah. I, I'm just happy that video games have not gone up in price so exponentially like they, they should have, have been right you know like i remember buying video games in the 90s and they're like a hundred dollars yeah like i remember buying 
WCW versus NWO, and that game was ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Oh man, N sixty four games. Yeah, that so was expensive. expensive. And back in the nineties, especially. Yeah. yeah. I remember man. buying. Shout out to my mom for yeah. for buying those. Yeah, I think I think about that all the time. I'm like, man. And then we had a time where I think it was like the GameCube era to to PS to the Wii era. It was like fifty nine dollars. Yeah, but that's also because our dollar here in Canada was doing a lot better. It was a lot better, right? And then our dollar tanked. But I remember buying the Lord of the Rings, the two towers on GameCube. Oh, wow. I bought it at Toys R Us with like with like my Christmas money. And it was eighty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That was that was a blockbuster rental for me. Yeah. Love that game. That's a great, great game. game. Great game. Great yeah. game. And I always found it funny because those games came out like either the week the game the movie came out or like the week before. So it's like you have cutscenes from the movie in the game. What a time that was. I do want to mention something because you mentioned Lord of the Rings and we didn't mention it in the trailer. Um, Lord of the Rings of Power, the Rings of Power showcased a lot of uh, a lot of footage, but we we I think we finally see uh, Sauron. For the first we time. did yeah we did yeah and yeah. it's interesting a lot of good memes came out of that we never really like i never experienced like i don't know what he looks like and i never read the appendices i, I just knew he was like this dark dude and he yeah had, like a helmet on like what what was he underneath and now we actually see you know his his look his kind of like elvish yeah but like emo-ness they call them like british as yeah. well yeah but again like you know these these legends have to start from somewhere right so i'm really yeah. curious to see it's it's almost like uh when you when you look at like different mythologies and different like religious backgrounds when you think of like lucifer being like a very good looking angel and everything the fall from grace and now like to be satan right. and that so it's like you you it's, it's cool to see like that that transition of how are you going to go from this character to, this to character. sauron Another another big thing that came out of this, and I've seen a lot of articles, is a lot of fans are calling Lord of the Rings woke. That because there's a diverse cast now, that there is this wokeness, and they're not really happy with with how diverse the cast is, which is so it's surprising because like reading Lord of the Rings, no one ever in that book is mentioned by skin color. I don't you think got, I, like trees yeah. talking and. And well, they have to be male trees first of all, because <laughs> that's the way that the world works, right? But yeah, there there is a lot of male, female. There's a lot of black, uh, Spanish, uh, Asian. There's there's a whole diverse aspect to this storyline, and I don't understand why people are so. I don't. I get it. They're racist. That I, yeah, I think. Racist. <laughs> I think that, that's it, that's it the answer. That, right? but like, I know we can compare. Like, well, you wouldn't take Captain America and make him black. Right? Are we sure about that? And we are. Yeah. But but like Steve Rogers. Yeah. In right. a sense. But that's different because these are stories that are actually still continuing with these characters. Right. Well, Lord of the Rings, they haven't really. The appendices are the appendices. These are new characters that they're introducing. These, you don't even visually see them either. No. Like there's not a drawn version or colored version of these people. Right. In this world. So you don't know what they are. Yeah. Jesus wasn't white. You know, and it's yeah, like, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah, and and it's like I think that's where I'm at with it. Where you have people who it comes down to racism and being scared of being of of change. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, guess what? The show's diverse. Yes, there's still a million white people in the show. Like, and and, and it, it, that's what people look think is like oh that's woke that's pandering oh that's woke pandering you can't you why are you sh- why are you doing this like why are you trying to change like, wait yeah. hold on you're upset that 
there's a black person in the show you're upset that there's a white uh, like uh, break uh, it down for me like i just I, and that's when you think when you hear somebody say that i'm like what do you really mean here yeah that you're upset that there's get to your racist idea you know first. like just just be upfront with your racist don't just bo- just don't don't hide don't just it. generalize and be like it's woke pandering it's not it's like here's the lord of the rings is one of my favorite trilogies ever yeah. it's one of my favorite things ever what did that series get wrong everybody's white in it you know what i mean and like at that time, sure, that was. It wasn't that it was acceptable. It was just more. Ex- that's how the world. Runs. That's how it was when those yeah. movies were made, and they and that's what Peter Jackson went with it. This shows in a place now. The Rings of Power is in a show where it's like you know what, we're taking place thousands of years before. We could do a lot of what we want to do, and also let's make up for some of the things that should have been better before. And I think that's all we could really do now is you can't change the past, but you can make for a better future. Mm-hmm. And having a diverse show, having diverse characters, that's not a bad thing. That's not woke pandering. That is what it should be. Right. I, I promise you, if you go back thousands of years in the real worlds, not, not a lot of people were white. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like everyone was white. It's like, there is a diverse group of people in this world. Not everyone is white. I don't. I don't truly know what woke pandering is. Like I always think about it. And I'm like, what's woke about this? Yeah. And I guess maybe because I'm not white, and I kind of like when I see different cultures appear in movies and shows, it's such a huge celebration for me. Right. Um, like people calling Miss Marvel woke. What's woke about it? It's because she's Muslim. I, guess, I don't. I don't fucking like, get it. Like, like I what, actually what do, do you not mean? understand. You just say that you don't just like say people racist. who aren't white. Just say you hate other cultures. It's you know? so much easier. I think if people stop hiding behind their ideas yeah. and we're just upfront about it, we could just ignore them faster. Right. You're making me get to ignoring you yeah. a lot slower, and right. I don't like that part. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's upsetting, and, and and just like going back to that, what I was saying before, in, in the real world is like this is what the world looks like yeah this is a fucking fantasy world you're upset like oh there's no there's no people who are black or asian in middle earth i'm like yeah but there's no there's no people who could ride dragons and stuff in this world so like what the fuck are you talking about season two of the movie podcast we had to replace the guy before me yeah and to me because you guys realized you know we needed to be a little bit more woke as well right (laughs) there's um there's a cnn show called United Shades of America. And yeah. This year they did a, a woke episode where like he, they brought, talk about woke. They talk about woke and they go through all these different cities, especially more of the southern. And was that the show that was that the HBO show? It's the CNN show. CNN show. Oh, it stars oh CNN show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Camus Bell. Yeah. Because there was the other you one that we watched. watched yes, it. I, you watched you, it. I don't know if I watched this. We watched. Oh, we watched something else. Comedian. Who, who, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. It was on. It was a Vice one, I believe. Yeah, it was a Vice one. Yeah, but um, yeah, United States first episode. They talk about woke and what what it really means, especially coming from the 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 guy who's who's doing this kind of like documentary story is as a black man. So yeah. he's gonna he's going through town to town talking about what does woke really represent for you. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an interesting dynamic because a it's taking place in the states and you know there's so many different characters in the right, states and right. and how they interpret things. So um, yeah, it's a lot of like I can't believe this is actually yeah a thing. And again, and this is how they think. We're not a perfect country. We're far from it. No, but, it, we're but not. it's but it's it's just one of those things where you're just like what like Shay said perfectly. What are you really upset at here? Are you upset that there's a gay character? Do you not like gay people yeah. or do you not like? people of other nationalities no. and and that's and and that's what's just so frustrating because you're just like just say you're racist or say you're homophobic so because then we could like you say said 
than not deal with you. Yeah, yeah. just ignore you fast. Yeah, that show was called Hate Thy Neighbor. I hate Thy Neighbor, yeah. Is it the same dude? Uh, and this is, no, Jamali Maddox. Oh, he was a UK yeah. comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he was UK. That yeah. was a great show, too. Great show. Really, really di- dives into it. At the end of the day, man, uh, for me personally, I can't wait to see a brown person in the Lord of the Rings show. I don't know if the show is going to have a brown person. I don't think I saw anyone in the trailers. That's okay if it isn't yet. I'm also not of that other side where it's like, we need it right now, right away. I know the steps are happening. The foundation is being laid. You can't just flip a switch overnight and all of a sudden everyone on TV the next day or everyone in the movie the next day is a different color. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Is it moving as fast as I'd like? Definitely not, but it's moving. And I, all I can be is grateful that I'm starting to see people that look like me on yeah. screen. Yeah, I, I, I want to say like Sandman um, does show a lot of diversity because mm-hmm. there is, uh, I think it's, and I'm not sure if it's Abel or Kane. It's Abel. Who's the one who kills the brother? Kane kills Abel, right? Yeah. Kane. So Kane is he's Indian, he's brown. So it's it's a big like it's Sandman shows a lot of diversity. That's yeah. awesome. In yeah, cast. in that in that trailer and that poster came out, you see that yeah. you're like again, again, maybe it's where we grew up and you know our experiences are very different from other people's experiences, but like again, it's it's always it's always interesting <laughs> it's, when you It's hard to dissect. It's hard to dissect it sometimes, but like growing up I was always in a diverse school. Yeah. I was always in a diverse neighborhood. So like you're used to that. You're and it's not it's just something that like this is life. This yeah. is just how like I don't think of it. I like you don't think of it any other way until you go somewhere that is predominantly let's say for for me, if I go somewhere that's predominantly white, I'm just like, Oh, there's a lot of white. Yeah, yeah. When you're in a in a super white area, that's when I'm kinda of a little scared, I'll yeah. be honest with you. Like growing up it, there's no denying it. We all grow up and, and feel different things in different ways and we're, we're, we're raised a certain way. Like where I don't think I was, I don't think I've ever been really racist, like truly in my life ever been racist, but there's moments where you're like, oh, I don't know too much about this culture, or this race. Let me find out more about that. Yeah, education is the Education thing, right? is the biggest thing. That's why I love meeting people from different parts of the world right. because you get so much experience. But I've never been like, oh, that person's black. Oh my god! Not talking to them. Well, that person's white. I don't want to be friends yeah. with them. Also, How do I, I sound like that? that that's your voice. When that's you're my racist, that's eh? my racist voice. Yeah. but also it, it comes back to, and I think that's what's possible if we we tie it back to just movies and shows. Is that when we're watching a movie, when we're watching a show, this is it comes back to the education thing. We're we're getting a chance to represent what the world really is, yeah. and the world is a very diverse place, and that's what it always should be. And shows should be a reflection of that. You know what I mean? And Lord of the Rings doing that. This is a high fantasy show. Guess what? It's diverse and that's okay. And that's what it should be. It's yeah. To be upset about it is there's other issues you have going on that you need to deal with. Yeah, if the racists want to be happy, it's a fantasy show. It's not happening in real life. There you go. You know, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. It's okay. You'll move uh, on. God. It's, it's sad. But no, that's a great point that you brought up, Anthony, because it's true. There's people like out like that out there. We know people like that in the world, yeah. and we do you unfortunately. See it in yeah. Star Wars. We see it in now Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we look see it in a lot. Of you things. know, look what just happened with uh, Ingram um, from oh uh, Moses Moses yeah. from uh, Obi Wan. Right, that yeah. Ian McGregor had to put out a video saying, "Don't be racist." Like, are, like I saw that. I'm like, what Ridiculous. kind of fucking dystopian world are we living in? That the star of the show had to come out and be like, "Hey." Don't be racist. Like, like that's embarrassing. Wild. Embarrassing. That's absolutely that wild. It's that so that sad. It's so sad. Yeah. But thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. yeah no worries. No worries. Um, if you have something to say, you know where to reach us at at the at the 
Hello. 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 <laughs> you know where to reach us? Hello. 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 Yeah. Also, you, you feel you, like you're challenging wanna... the racist. No, no, I'm not challenging. If you're racist, why something to say? If you want to say, if you want to like chime in or you know give us your opinion, no. Look, if you are racist, write in. Let us know why you're racist, and we're gonna quickly block you and ignore you. By the way. Um, out this week, DC League of Super Pets. We have The Rock or Dwayne Johnson. He's he gets the. He's no more Rock. He's no more The Rock. DC I think, characters: right? a, a Superman dog and Black Superman Hatter. dog crypto. <laughs> Superman <laughs> dog. Superman dog. Hey, you know what? We're watching this movie very soon. Uh, we're gonna have a review out for it on Tuesday. I'm hopeful for it. I remember going to Teen Titans. Obviously, I was a huge Teen Titan. Teen Titans fans growing up, going to Teen Titans Go a little iffy because I didn't watch Teen Titans Go. It was a huge surprise for us that year. We walked out laughing and crafting. And and I'm hoping that the same is for uh, DC League of Super Pets. So yeah. fingers crossed here. Yeah. Uh, what are we watching? We're going to start off with Daniel. Uh, I'm not watching. Obviously, everything that we've been watching, I we've had a review for. Uh, but some, some notable ones I wanted to mention was, of course, nope, we have a review out. Vengeance. Um bj novak written and directed uh anthony i know you didn't get a chance to watch it yet not yet uh shay and i did watch it uh it's it's a it's a strange film we didn't have a, we didn't put a review out for it i will say i did like ashton kutcher in the film but only because he was just playing kind of like this suave weird texan guy but wow. i just i didn't really dig the vibe of like oh i'm the premise of the film is basically that bj novak is going to texas because this girl that he hooked up with um dies and the family the family thinks he is her like longtime boyfriend so he comes he speaks at the funeral and then things kind of unravel from there and at, while at the same time he is doing a podcast talking about it and documenting it and it's called dead white girl and it's just kind of i just feel like it's very just kind of on the nose this movie it's not subtle but uh it's uh it's i'll be honest there are moments where i was definitely interested in what was happening and then it just kind of fell off for me where i just did not really vibe with these characters i didn't really like these characters or like this world that we we're in or the story that it was telling so uh for myself personally it was a, it was a skip it for me yeah uh it wasn't for me skip it as well yeah not, not much to say about that movie but not a fan uh i did rewatch the nice guys which was uh one of my favorite chain black films phenomenal film i i really hope that we get a sequel to it maybe one day i know it's been like six years now since this movie has come out but uh i think it's one of ryan gosling's best films i think it's one of russell crowe's best performances in the last 20 years so um yeah i would love to see more and everything else um we have reviews out for right now on the feed but i will want to say i did watch the vast majority of street food uh, oh, usa yes, well. which is uh going to be releasing this week as well on netflix so uh, really great show love the first season of that show um and just learning about the story learning about these foods again it's one of those shows don't watch it hungry because you will be very hungry while watching mm-hmm. it so uh, yeah check it out what about you shay uh, i watched a netflix documentary called girl in the picture i really enjoyed it it's um it's hard to kind of break down but it, there's a lot of great twists and turns in this in this murder mystery that happened pretty much in the 90s but the story extends beyond that it goes back to the past and uh really really good if you're into into, into true crime docs i highly recommend it girl in the picture it's on netflix uh we watched nope our reviews after that i also watched the nice guys again because i love it uh vengeance we just spoke about uh we watched luck as well um we didn't really give a review on that yet on that yet 
That is uh, embargoed. Embargoed. Still to, so, to yeah. The, until the 5th. Until the 5th of April. It's the Apple TV Plus movie. So, yeah, um, yeah look out for more information about that soon. Yeah. But I guess we could announce something else regarding the lockdown. That's what I was going to... Can we say it? We, we, I think we can. Yeah, yeah we can. Okay. Do you want to say it? Sure. Say uh, one and I'll say the other. Uh Joining us next week on the movie podcast from the very film we're talking about, Luck, is uh, Falula Borg and... That's what can oh. get for you right now. Eva No Blazada. You got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Who's also going to be in Easter Sunday. Yes. Um, very, very uh, kind people. Very kind. To talk to. Very awesome people to um, talk to. Awesome, and you know Flula, obviously from the Suicide Squad and from his comedy and from being on Conan, and he's just awesome. And Evo is also such a great person to yeah. talk to too. So look forward to that very soon. Yeah, look forward to that stuff soon. Yeah, um, I also got a chance to watch The Green Man. I, I gave a little tweet review out there, but oh, um, I totally forgot that the movie came out this weekend too. Yeah, and the yeah. movie came out this weekend, so I don't know if anyone's actually watching it, but not good. I, I, I the more time I've spent away yeah. from that film, the less and less I liked it, and that's that's heartbreaking because I love Ryan Gosling, I love Chris Evans, and I'm well and Anna you know, and, and Anna Dermas and the Russo brothers were phenomenal in their MCU career. Just their post MCU career has not been the strongest. Yeah, but man, Gray Man, not a good movie. It's like it's one of those movies that I remember we like Anthony and I watched it. I remember I'm like in our review, I'm like, yeah, we had good times with some parts. I think Ryan Gosling carries a lot of that movie, yeah. and then there's a lot of it where it just really just if i was to I have to tell you the plot of the, <laughs> the movie of the film like i don't really remember it now yeah. you know what i mean where like you have a movie that sticks with you and movies that don't and it goes back to this was 200 million dollars and i'm curious to see what the return is return of it's going to be for netflix because they also just lost a million subscribers this quarter, yeah right? so. i'm not seeing many people talk about it online and where this is the opening weekend of that movie right. i also when i went on um Netflix yesterday, it wasn't on any of my pages. Which, again, I don't understand Buried how it works. where it was. I have no idea. Maybe yeah. because I already watched it, that's why it wasn't but, there? But even then, I I did it too and I didn't see it. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's just like, not, I, I don't understand how the algorithm works all with Netflix. I, and how I, that is. I didn't see it. I saw a, I saw the first thing that popped up on mine, on my Netflix, was a, it was a movie with Steve Carell. Oh, okay, Running okay. for mayor or running for something. Right, right, right. It was right. like this new movie. I didn't know. I don't know if it was a new movie. I'm pretty sure it's a new movie. Is it the one where he's got a beard? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that showed up, but the gray man did it. Yeah, so very you, weird. You'd think the gray man would have showed up because... you think. So when I when I open up my Netflix right now, the very first thing is Animal Kingdom. Okay. And I see Breaking Bad. I see Young Sheldon. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of Young Sheldon. I see Continue Watching. And then when I go to Trending Now... Then I see the gray man. But what, I have to, what like, number is it trending at? I think it's number one. Number one movies. What's right number now. two? Number two movies right now is. Uh, I don't think it shows mo- what movie is number two, but I see oh, okay. the top TV shows, obviously. But yeah, the gray man. That's is good. Like, I'm glad that it's somewhere. Yeah, trending. Oh, are you talking about Irresistible? That's it. Oh, that, yeah, that movie came out like in 2020. That was the first thing that pops yeah. up as a banner. It's number mine. three. Number three in movies today, and then uh, you're talking about Gray Man. Irresistible. Oh, okay. Gray Man's number one. But I, I just wish that there was a list to see what was... It's uh, clearly an algorithm that's not working. Yeah. I, I it just, should show you, you the most... You would just think... I've seen more of The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power being uh, advertised yes. to me and everywhere than I've been seeing of The Gray Man. And this is a movie that has a budget more than a lot of MCU movies. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? This topic right now literally takes me to my next thing that I watched. Uh, and I finally finished Barry, uh, season three. Body. And then I don't know if you're in the same boat as me. Best season. 
Yeah, best season. Really, really best good. Se- oh, phenomenal. Top to bottom. And the episode about the algorithm is literally what I'm thinking about yes. right yes. now. Uh, like the Sea Beast is number two, sorry. Sea Beast? When oh, I okay. scroll down, oh. the next category of top movies in Canada today, Grey Man number one, Sea Beast two, Irresistible three. And Sea Beast has been out for a couple, two weeks now? Two weeks, two, weeks now, two yeah. Weeks now? yeah. Uh, that's interesting. But yeah, Barry finally finished it. Absolutely phenomenal. Like, this show gets the highest praise from me. This is one of the best seasons of any show in a very long time. Yeah, it was really, really well done. I Every episode just told the story of Barry and the dilemma he is in, especially this season, the dilemma that he's in. And it's a lot of, like, heart-pounding moments because of, you know, if you haven't watched it, you know, Barry is a hitman. Yeah. it's catching up to him at this point. Yep. I think it was like episode six or seven with the motorcycle chase that I think was one of the best motorcycle yeah. chases I've seen in a TV show or movie in a long time. I, I thought the last episode um, with the, what's his name? The the dude in jail. The the guy who was... Hank. Hank no, Hank. Hank. No, no, Hank. Yeah. And that sequence with whatever was happening in that other room. Ugh. Like, I get, like, we watch Dope and we know of that sequence with the monkey. You, what? You mean nope. 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 Did I say dope? Dope yeah. is uh, I said, no. dope yeah. is another movie. Dope is nope. another film by yeah. Rick Fukukanga, I think. Fukukanga, no, yeah. no, that, that's not his name. No, it's not. It's not his name. Nope. nope. With the scene with Isn't it Gordy right? the monkey. This sequence in Barry had a lot of animals. It was. It was. And it was scary. Show don't tell. No, you, no. Show don't tell. No, don't tell. Show no. Show don't tell. I don't know what it was. Don't. Yeah. So don't show. Like, tell. Don't show. But yes. like just the, the Rick. The Rick. Revealing. Rick fem, femiu, femiu. Yeah. Oh, Rick from you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I said dope. No, it's okay. Nope. You're, you're forgetting. Don't apologize. Sometimes dope. I. Nope. I have. You did text it. me that too. You're like, man, that scene in dope, and I was like, no, I usually I'll, I'll say, you, I usually uh, say that scene is dope. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. but again, these movies have very similar names. Um, but yeah, it was a really good season. Yeah. Yeah, phenomenal. That 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 scene you're talking about, especially though, it had me scared. I like. I was like, what the fuck's happening? In yeah. This room? It was. I, I know Daniel hasn't watched it, but I haven't watched it. I have to catch it. I highly recommend Holy this season. One of the best, for sure. Yeah, Street Food USA as well. Um, Gray Man I already talked about. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Yeah, That's all. For Anthony, me, how about you? For me, Westworld Season 4 ended off really interesting. It's one of those stories where, you know, you have two stories happening at the same time, but you think they're happening at the same time period. Mm. And then when you get to, uh, in this case, it took four episodes to get to the point where, oh, this is actually in the future. And whatever you were seeing is actually in the past. Sucker. Mm. And this is, you know, done by Christopher Nolan's um, brother. Nolan. Jonathan Nolan. Jonathan Nolan and his wife. I for, Jay I, Knowles. Yeah. No, I forgot her his wife's <laughs> name. But really, really well done. I, I find Westworld hard to get into. Like, I usually fall asleep during it. And then yeah. I'll have to put it on when I'm, like, really alert. The Sandman gets you. The Sandman gets me. Watch Nope. Um, put on for all, uh, for all Mankind. Because I heard that they're getting season four. So I, I didn't. I haven't watched the Mars season yet. So put that on. Interesting pacing with for all mankind is really slow. Like each episode is an hour, but like just inside these episodes are really, really long. That's why yeah. it was hard for me to um, continue. But I'm it's so, Lisa Joy you were referring Lisa to. Lisa Joy, yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm invested in the characters. I'm invested in the story. It also takes place in an alternate time period where things like the Beatles are still a group. Oh, that's um, cool. Or, you know, Bar- uh, the Prime Minister of uh, England was killed and like little things like that. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Uh, but liking it, I wish it was just a little bit faster paced. Watch Luck. 
watched Street Food USA as well. It made me hungry. Yeah, like any hungry. type of Netflix food show. Yeah, I oh, also watched that the Iron Chef show that I don't know if it's out yet either. I think it's coming out in August. Yeah, they, they Iron Chef Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't yeah, seen it, but it's I've, really good. I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah, it's really good so far. Do you guys have anything else before we wrap up today's episode? No, nothing. just no. just stay tuned because you know the end yeah. of July is coming. We have a lot of special guests lined up. August we have lots of special guests lined up. So a lot is happening, and we have a lot of things that we would love to share with you. But we will share with you when we can and when we know more. So stay tuned for everything. Yeah. So make sure to follow us at the Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterbox, and as well as subscribe to our YouTube page. Because a lot of those interviews that are coming down the pipeline, they're all going to be there. You want to see us. You want to see, see our see faces. Us. You want to see our faces. Yeah, most and of all. As well as our podcast podcast episodes and our review episodes will we'll be there as well. Um, and don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. How many are we at right now? We're at 191. 190. 190. On Apple Podcasts. 10 yeah. more. To 10 hit more away. 200. Yeah. Can we do it, guys? We could do it. Can we do it? We can do it. I, we have I bet by tomorrow we'll be at 200. <laughs> tomorrow? Right after okay. this. You've listened. I, I, we know how many people listen to our episodes. We know. We had the numbers. Yeah. So after listening to this, go to the bottom of your Apple Podcast page. Scroll up a bit and you'll see. <laughs> so like, go to the bottom. Go to the bottom. Bar, the bottom. Like you'll see, like you'll see our Apple Podcast page. You're gonna see, you know, the movie podcast. You're gonna scroll up. You're gonna see three, or five stars, not three stars. I was like, stars. whoa, whoa, whoa! And you're gonna just swipe across it, and that's it. And then you no, can you go. Don't, don't don't swipe. Just tap on the fifth star. Just tap on the fifth star. Yeah, no need to be fancy. Sometimes here. when you yeah. do the swipe, it it, it might just it goes then you give one. us a three star review. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, Thank you to everyone who's been doing it on Spotify as well. Yeah. yeah. Spotify is gonna eclipse Apple Podcasts soon in one terms day. of ratings. Yeah. And our Discord channel has been popping. Dude. Yeah, join. Come say hello. We, oh, yeah, it's we, finger popping. We got a couple of... Uh, it's a, it's yeah. a movie reference. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we got a couple of people that have uh, signed up or joined, joined in, yeah. in come, yesterday. Come take the conversation off the podcast and uh, like onto our Discord. We love talking to everyone. And please send us some, some of your responses, what you're doing, what you're wearing, how you feel about movies. If you have like... We, we talked about our woke. We had our little bit of a woke conversation. How you feel about woke in films. You can write into the show at, at hello. Hello at the movie podcast.ca. Well, you guys are typing really fast. I feel like you guys are just shitting on <laughs> We're me. Literally no, just no, no, no. I'm not, not like, even talking to Shane. Fuck Anthony. Find all that information in our show notes. And we're just leaving a five-star review in our own show. For all those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. Next.